Hello, good folks, and welcome to the very first, the inaugural episode of Down by the Creek. Uh, I decided to create this podcast because we're all stuck inside right now. We need something to watch. And I decided to go back and have a full-fledged nostalgia fest, a cringe fest, a laugh fest. So many fests went on once I dove into the chaos of, 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 uh, of Cape Side. And uh, the, the podcast Down by the Creek was birthed. This is the premiere, and maybe only, I don't know yet, Dawson's Creek Appreciation Podcast. Okay? But I'm not here to do this alone. Okay? Joining me at the creek this week, you may know her from her hit podcast, Wine and Crime. Or before the pandemic, you may have seen her arguing with a sommelier about what wine goes best with a bronzine. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Amanda Jacobson. What's up? Amanda, thank you so much. <sighs> um, I couldn't think of anybody better to do the first episode with. Literally, uh, my heart exploded when this was the idea that you had crafted. It's just, this is the greatest thing. This is the gift of quarantine. It, it, feel, it feels right, okay? Now, I did a little bit of research, and apparently this show is like for Gen X. Now, I'm 28, so I was young when this show came out, but I feel like mm-hmm. I was around. I was in the yeah. zeitgeist, yeah. so I so feel like I've- I can go back and still have nostalgia about it. Oh, you fully can. I'm 33 and my sister is five years older than me. So like even I was on the cusp for Dawson's Creek. But I even remember around this time you were like either a Dawson person or a Buffy person. It was a thing. And I was a Dawson person because my sister liked Dawson's Creek. And I just wanted to be like her. And I got super into it. And I have rewatched it more than once. Oh, wow. Okay. Is this like your first rewatch? Like, well, I yes, admittedly, I was a Buffy person. Okay, yes, got it, I was got a bu- it. I was a Buffy person. I went on, you know, this could have easily have been an Angel podcast slash yep. Buffy, po- but I have nothing to make fun of. Those shows are perfect shows. There's nothing to make fun of. They, they're just great. They shows. are flawless. So I agree. So there's nothing to make fun of. So we land but going on going back and watching <laughs> these as an adult is just it's a gift. Oh my god! Because well, first of all, before we even get into it, I wanted to make you feel fully welcome. So I have a bottle of wine here, okay? I wanted to open and just pour and just pour a glass because this is the inaugural episode, okay? What are you drinking? I have I have a Monastrell here and um uh hold on. I got it. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Leverage it's, that cork. We got it. Oh. Oh, nice pop. Decent pop. Decent pop. Decent uh, decent God. inaugural pop. So I just wanted to pour up and, and again, I love this. I feel like a friggin' idiot because I'm drinking water out of a dirty, like, clean canteen. It's fine. We live. We get by how we got to get by. I'm now, also definitely in the PJs that I slept in. So, like, <laughs> you're bringing the professionalism. No. I'm bringing the... How else the, are you supposed uh, to watch Dawson's it. Creek? You watch Dawson's Creek yes. in dirty pajamas and yes. you watch multiple episodes. That's how you watch the show. You did it. The, you did the right thing. I tried to watch only one so that I could really focus on one, and I watched... <laughs> Four. I watched four. I don't blame you. There's no blame and there's no judgment here. I couldn't stop. (laughs) It's an incredible show. Okay. Now, I want to just kind of because we're I'm figuring out the format. I know what I want to do, but I just want to let you know what I would like to accomplish here with you today. Mm -hmm. I want to have a nostalgia fest. I want to 
contrast these 30-something-year-old writers that created the show and their idea of what adolescence was to oh, man. an actual idea of adolescence was. Now, I was not 15 in 1998, but I was 15 once, and I've never spoken like this. I've never used these SAT words that these people use. Mm-hmm. The, the the confidence and the self-assuredness that some of these characters have is like, this is not what being a, a, a teenager at any point in life is like. No! Michelle Williams' character is like, Janine Garofalo and Daria, and she's just like, listen, man, I've seen it all. And Gra- Grams, I, right? I, don't, I don't do that, which we'll get into right? what she doesn't do and what she does do. None <laughs> of these characters are m- making their own choreographed dances to <sighs> the Spice Girls in an unfair no, that's, that's immature to these people. Right? Yeah. I this mean- is not an accurate <laughs> portrait. Yes. By so, any stretch. <laughs> at all. First Not of all, yeah. So the so the show opens up with um you know they're having a slumber party of some kind and Dawson I, and Joey Dawson correct. and Dawson and Joey are having a slumber party and I just want to say I don't know what it is about the '90s but they they perpetuated this 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 lie this falsehood that everybody's just putting ladders up against people's homes and that climbing did not happen. In, in, <laughs> nobody's ever broken into my home. With my with my like infinite invite. It's like I don't know no, when you're coming, but like the ladder's there. I grew up in Connecticut in the eighties and nineties, uh-huh. so I I mean I would know if this was like <laughs> a, a, a near the my, I had a creek in my back fucking yard. Yeah. Okay, my across all, my sister and I are five years apart. Uh-huh. Our across the street neighbors were also two five year apart boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Our like Dawson counterparts. Yes. At no point did any of us climb into anybody else's window. Yeah. It did not happen. You you lived it. That's the perfect setup for I what they're trying to portray. I literally lived it and it did not happen. At all. Dawson's Creek, Boy Meets World. The list goes on. Everybody's None like, yeah, well. go grab the ladder out of the shed. Come nope. through at like midnight. My parents are super chill. You can hang out That's in my room breaking... with the door closed on the bed. It's breaking and entering. <laughs> it's just, it's not just just ring the doorbell. Yes. Use the door. What, and I guess the idea is this is edgy. I guess the idea is this is edgy. So well, anyway. we'll, we'll obviously get to how terrible everybody's fucking parents are. So oh. like, of course, they're just going to let you climb through a goddamn window. Yes. It, these people are ridiculous people. They're the worst. <laughs> so, 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 and, and from, from go, Dawson Immediate. is the most pretentious. I hate him. Person. Uh, and so and again, uh, just, just you you you've already, you set up the perfect kind of dichotomy of I was a I was a Buffy person in 1998. So this is a kind of first watch for me. I knew it. I saw the teen peoples. I knew Dawson's Creek was a thing. I knew yep. I don't want to wait. I knew it existed, but I wasn't watching it. Mm-hmm. So I knew the whole love triangle thing. But first episode, I go, this dude is a pompous asshole. He's a douchebag. Oh my god! And I'm- like. An incel. Yeah, oh like my an god! Incel well, douchebag. <laughs> we'll get to it. Yes, we will get to it fully. Yeah. Uh, so, so they finish watching this, uh, you know, ET, and they have this, you know, you know, oh, long-winded, fa- false intellectual like conversation Harvard about Harvard College yeah. film class conversation about Steven fucking Spielberg, this Peter Pan phase, and this whole thing. Fifteen-year-olds don't talk like this. You're in your Peter. You should be in your Peter Pan phase. What are you, yes. He's talking down to a, a 35 year old man who made a movie. He's like, this is when he this is before he really figured out what he wanted to do with his life. Sir. Yeah, what do you want to do with your life? <laughs> Sir. Well, Dawson. You're 15. He's very cocksured of what he wants to do with his life. He really is. Yeah, it's, it's he's it, forcing it on everyone. Oh my God, Amanda. 
I cannot <laughs> wait to. Oh my god, there's a scene. Okay, so uh, the the movie night's over, and Joey's like, "Hey, I gotta go." And then they have the craziest conversation about oh. this long-winded thing about genetics and hormones and the genitalia di- and breasts. Listen, these are words that they use. I want to say on a microphone that at 15 years old, if a girl was in my room, one, that's already one. If a girl was yep. in my room, acknowledged that genitalia existed, let alone kind of insinuated that she has noticed mine and that it's large. Yes, okay, okay. I, w- I would have ex- exploded. I would have exploded. I would have I would have blown, I would have combusted. I would have combusted everywhere combusted. all over the I would have combusted everywhere. Thousand percent and Dawson is so like He's like let what? it what? Yeah. what do you mean? Do, do, do. Okay, but this was one of the greatest like first quotes from Joey of all time because she's literally about to climb out the window and her last line before she climbs out the window is i don't know long fingers i gotta go what does that mean i've never heard of this okay so so the finger is a a ween measurement yes apparently i've never heard of this she said it so like like, long fingers like how do you know my my genitalia has grown and she's like i don't know long fingers i gotta go i've never heard of that i screamed (laughs) She said it so casually, like it was like that's science. Halfway out a window. It was on Bill Nye once. Long fingers. (laughs) I I don't know. I gotta go. Oh (laughs) no. And okay. So I hate Dawson. Always have. Always will. He's the worst. It's his creek, but he's the worst fucking yeah, character in this yeah. show. It's his creek, and he wants you to know it's his creek. And, he and it's needs something. You to know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gross. That fucking necklace is not doing him any favors. And this it's, was a time of necklaces. This really was a time was. of necklace-eye. The if, only I don't thing that's that could have made that necklace worse is if it were hemp. Oh, or it had a bunch like of shells too, on it. Yes, he was like too cool for puka shells, so it's like Subtle. the like the black leather cord with like yeah. one handcrafted like glass gem on it. But he also wants you to it's know large. that it's because I'm nonconformist. He's nonconformist. I'm not one of those. I don't. I I do wear the necklace accessory, but I don't wear like the ones. The guys at Abercrombie no. wear. Like, and I'm he's different. like, my neck is thick as fuck. <laughs> and I want you to see how thick it is. This neck? Like, the girth of this neck is putting serious <laughs> pressure on this strap. And I need you to know it. Okay, so that. Guys, guys, but don't make me laugh too hard because I'll probably pop my necklace off. So just uh, yeah, be, be chill it, yeah. about it. it. If I am this close to ejaculation, the necklace <laughs> is going to burst <laughs> off of my neck. But in this conversation, so he's like, he's baffled that yeah. Joey, his, if for anyone who's never watched Dawson's Creek, first of all, shut this the fuck off and go watch it. And then <laughs> now, what are you doing? Um, but if you haven't seen it, Joey is female. It, the, all of the characters in the show are binary. Yes. Like there is very little of, of my least favorite word, diversity. It's just like the worst thing. It's this show was made for like, white women who are actually in their late 20s exactly just graduated college but they miss being in high school because their life is hot chinatown garbage and they don't know what to do with it and so that's who this fucking show is for which is why it's so egregious in the first place and why i love it that makes perfect sense He's they're having this conversation and he's like, I don't know what you mean. We've we're 15. We've all we always watch movies on Saturday yes. nights and you always sleep over. And we can Joey's transcend like, these feelings. 
yes, Joey's like, we have hormones now. And then he fucking manipulates her yeah. into sleeping over. Gaslight, like gaslight McDawsonstein. Gonna sleep over. Yeah, yeah, no, full on. I was not having Full on gaslit like, her. What are you talking about? Why would you and even? And speaking of gaslit, I hope she just farted all fucking night. Everywhere. Just to like just a big show fuck him you. up. <laughs> yes. And then, was, he, then he, then he yes. not only gaslights her, but then towards the end of the conversation, he's like, Why'd you even bring this up? Now it's weird now. You yeah, know? this is your fault. How you, about you why the you vibes. climb out this window after I made my quippy <laughs> finger comment and this could all just be over? This could have been the end of the night. It could have ended before it got weird and we started saying thang over and over again. We could have just we could have just called it a night and 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 no harm, no foul. But now it's an awkward well, We wouldn't have a show. <laughs> There'd yes. be no show. This show just exists in awkwardness. And then oh God. right into the pretension. Well, first of all, a big controversial thing. You know, you see this scene. Things open up. You're super excited. Oh, my God. Dawson's Creek is back. But wait, mm-hmm. where's Paula Cole? Yup. Literally my next line. Yes. The early theme song is absolute garbage. Yes. This show did not exist until they switched to Paula Cole. Yes. Well, I have a couple of Creek facts, right? So for Bring one, it. for one. They wanted Alanis Morissette's uh, What It All Comes Down To, or Things In My Pocket. And that's why they went with this Canadian lady that nobody knows about. So they couldn't afford, they couldn't afford, uh, you know, What It All Comes Down To. Yeah, because Alanis was already a A megastar. Megastar. Yeah, be like, can we get, let's get Drake, let's get Drake to do our (laughs) show theme song. I should call Drake to redo the (laughs) wine and crime theme and just get a quote. Just see. You want a million dollars? No, let's get Schman Schmakemson or whatever, you know, like whoever this lady is. Her name was Jan with two N's, which I literally wrote down two N's in all caps. Yes. Jan Arden. Jan Arden, who. I don't want to land best. Jan Levinson Gould, the the second. (laughs) So uh, uh, I believe after the second season, there was a whole streaming era. This, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to wait was a victim of the the industry changing. And they had a bad contract. And once things went to streaming services, they did not want to pay Paula Cole. Mm -hmm. And because they did not want to pay Paula Cole, they're now fucking Jan Arden. Because she gave them 100% total rights to the song because it was the original theme song in 1998. So yep. when, when, this, when this show inevitably brings, you know, uh, streams to that song, she gets no money. And when yep. people are reminded about Paula Cole and like, where are Paula Cole? She still gets a couple, she still gets her royalties, but she would have gotten so much more from the show blowing up. I mean, just pay her. That's, that's like, I know. I don't want to put a percentage on it, but it's like, 35% of the reason you watch the show is the a intro. A thousand percent the reason I watch the show. <laughs> a thousand percent. And also, I mean, Jan Arden Levinson Gould, like, <laughs> I I will not lose sleep over you having a, a clearly a terrible lawyer who did not understand yeah. how Here's, here's the whole were. song forever in perpetuity. Right. It's my favorite but contract word. Not only is Jan getting fully fucked in this situation, 100%. the watchers are pissed i remember the first time i gave this a rewatch on netflix yeah and i would i didn't remember that this was the original theme because that was a long fucking time ago for sure and i almost turned off the television because this is before they had the little skip button yeah you don't skip you don't skip paula cole's i don't want to wait oh hell so you're here for it and it never shows up it's never coming amanda it's never coming no matter how many episodes you watch on netflix paula cole's i don't want to wait will never play on this show 
That makes me so upset. It's a it's a bummer, but you 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 push through it and you get through. Okay, oh my god, this whatever this is, and then all, immediately right out of the gate, Dawson wants to let you know. Hey, I know I mentioned Steven Spielberg seventeen times, but did, have I also mentioned that I'm, I'm a director? A movie. <laughs> I'm also a director, guys. Whatever shitty Loch Ness monster movie he's making, we're into. He's just <laughs> making like a shot for shot teen creature remake of, the, Black of Lagoon. the Creature of the Black Lagoon. It's the same movie. The costume he- is the same. He got it at <laughs> a shitty bucket. mask. Like he party he got city, one of those. What are those Halloween spirit Halloween where they yeah. like take over? We're like, yeah, building. this was a Chick fil A and now it closed now down, so now we, there's just Halloween Flash. costumes thrown about Props. this <laughs> cattywampus among, amongst this uh, abandoned, <laughs> this abandoned Arby's. Yes, yeah, so. uh, do you have a creature from the Black Lagoon costume? Yeah, go check in the oven. I think that's <laughs> so pissed, but this is also a really nice introduction to honestly my favorite character. Pacey. Pacey, yes. Pacey comes out. And Pacey immediately, out of the gate, he's a lovable, you know, he he's in a teen, he's in a teen drama. He's the only believable person to me personally yeah. in this show. Like he has a very young look. Yes. He launched the Caesar haircut into absolute stratospheric yeah. fame. Um, he looks, he doesn't look 15, I guess. I mean, none of them are in braces. None of them have pimples. No, they don't. That's not real 15 at all. But he doesn't look 27. Exactly. Like Dawson does. So I appreciate does. Dawson looks like a father of three who's and about to cheat on like his one. wife <laughs> with a lady he met at the gym. He's a prudish. What, yes. He's a prudish 28 year old man pretending to be 15. He's like, what's everybody's obsession with sex? It what's is, up, guys? Yes, he's like he's like a closeted minister. Like, <laughs> I don't get what's going on with him or why this teenage boy is not like trying like to <laughs> spread. Well, he is trying to spread his seed every, everywhere. He's no, he just wants to he just wants to spread his vibes. He just wants to have a mind meld with a person. He doesn't want it to be physical. He wants to have a mental connection. I feel like well, they plucked the him off twenty minutes. He doesn't want it to be physical. Yeah. <laughs> But then, yeah. So everything he, he co- completely contradicts himself by the end of the show. I feel like they mm-hmm. plucked him right off of the set of Seventh Heaven. They were like, mm-hmm. "Listen, we're both on the WB. We're gonna pluck you off of here. Boom, we're yep. gonna drop you off here." And he you're like gonna... failed a Seventh Seventh Heaven audition. Yeah, they were, but we like dad. him. Yeah, yeah. Were, he's got '90s hair though, mm-hmm. which the hair which, is really. I mean, good. listen, in 1990, if you were a white man who could wave your fingers through your yep. your flowing locks, you were a star. Look you at the guy that plays right. Sean in Boy Meets World. A star. When yes. you can do a hair flip, you're in. Like Flynn. I mean, even that was like JTT's f- signature was his yes. long hair too. Yes. It yeah, was that like, was very much. It was a, a must-have in the 1990s. And mm-hmm. he and he showed up with a big bang. He's on this dock. He's got his camera. You guys are ruining my shot. And then mm-hmm. abruptly, I, I mean abruptly for like the creation of the show as well. It was just like a two-second kind of he grabbed my ass. Da-da-da-da. Then Michelle Williams. But doom, but doom, but boom, saxophone the, entrance. The most unsexy gade. You know, her her dress is gone up between her legs. It's and, a problem. And unflatteringly like cuffed her private area. So it but almost looks I like she has a diaper say, on. You know, it's so that weird. That was real though. I when okay, when she her entrance is <laughs> So over the fucking top. So she pulls up in a cab to yeah. this rural town. She's 15 as well. She's Did you pay 15, for the cab too? Alone in a cab. You got like, you brought yourself you, from the airport? But you figure out immediately, but it's okay, because she's coming in from New York City. She's one of those high city folks. She's one of those New York City girls. <laughs> and she gets out of this cab and 
wh- whoever was running the camera on this shot grabbed an entire jug of Vaseline and <laughs> greased it over that lens and then blasted a wind machine at Ridiculous. this poor girl who is wearing those like beige, flow dresses, <laughs> beige diaper sack, floral yeah. dresses that button from the from butthole to nape of the neck. Yes. You have to button the whole fucking thing. I had so many of these. <laughs> then you tie and the string around the back. Tie the string around the back. And if the, t- the if the string is not tied properly, you have no waist. And one <laughs> tiny gust of wind is giving you diaper crotch. <laughs> I remember experiencing this so many times. So I feel for her. And I also feel for her because I did my hair exactly like that. Oh, I man. had the like, Rachel. The, it was not. It was basically the Rachel, but like with a weird nod to like the 60s flip mm, where you like curl yeah, the, the ends of the hair out. Yeah. Oh, I fucking live for that. And Edgy. taking a big ass round brush to my bangs. <laughs> so she steps out of that cab and I was like, I am transported. Yes. I am transported back to now I'm outfit. here. I, I picked out for first day of school in fifth grade. She's wearing it. I'm fucking living. I have arrived. I've arrived. But we don't know any characters that we're supposed to care about in this movie. And now we've just met two. And the show has been going for five minutes. Yes. I mean, Pacey, I'm assuming they said his name when he comes out of the water. But you're just like, hey, guys, boom. (laughs) Maybe they did. Or maybe that's like a shared memory that we have because yeah. we've seen this before. And just because that's just how television should go. So yep. I think it just is like comes out of the water. He grabbed my ass. You wish you had an ass or whatever snarky comment. Yes, he that's had. exactly yeah. what it was. <laughs> and then Bonnie and that wham, wham, saxophones or whatever was playing. She comes out of the cab. She walks up to them. They start having a conversation. And one thing I want to address, because I think this really puts a shed, sheds a light on the craziness that's in this episode. Kevin Williamson is the creator of this show. He mm-hmm. created this show. It's based on his life. So what? he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his child, like his adolescence? Let me take that back. This is based on what he want, wanted his life to be, is what oh I assume. Oh my God. But so he, he's a literal incel and yeah, he wrote he's his the, fantasy. Yes, story. yes. Now <gasps> look at it through those goggles and let's move forward from there to this scene and all the other crazy scenes that I want to bring up. Because for one, she comes up, hey guys, I'm da- oh, you're Dawson. Yes, uh, of course. I've heard, I remember you so much. You're amazing. You know, and they're having a conversation. Uh, Joey is not here for it. Claws are out. Oh, she's pissed. Claws are out immediately. Uh-huh. After this and I whole. Was like, Girl, just last night, you were like, well, let's you not got do this. Fingers, I can't sleep over. <laughs> we're just. Fr- she tried to friend zone him last night. She friend zoned him. So she farted all night in that. Yeah. No, it's a weird friend zone, too, because he's like, I didn't even think of you like that a little bit. So it's almost and like now, egg on your face. It's like, listen, we're never going to sleep together. It's like I hadn't, I didn't even consider that at all. Yeah, you know? you're basically a dude in my <laughs> eyes, and now you've just pointed out that you have tits. Yes, and now it's Sweet. weird. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, blaming her completely. Why would you point out to me that you have breasts and I have genitalia? I can't believe. She said breasts and genitalia. I just, I'll never recover from that. It's insane. It's insane. I think that this show, I think Kevin Williamson is a big Kevin Smith fan. I think he watched Clerks a billion times because he's like, I'm going to make a teen drama, but this is going to be smart. Oh my God. Okay, wait. Do you think, and let's just make this canon right now. Please. Do you think that Kevin Williams... When he was a teen, 
Uh-huh. He did have maybe a fleeting moment with the granddaughter visiting girl next door who like was there for a summer. Yes. And it was really formative for him. For and sure. He, he like really fell hard for her. Right. Yes. Then she gets into a terrible accident and goes into a coma. Okay. Okay. Yes. Stay with me here. I'm, I'm here. She's for all intents and purposes. She is dead, but I didn't want to kill her completely because that made me feel bad. in Sure. Fantasy. Yeah. So he now all these years later is writing the story of what could have happened with that group of friends if she had never gone back to New York and gotten into that terrible accident. I love it. I love Either it. she's in a coma, she got in an accident or is in a coma, or more likely she just went back to New York and was yes, like, you're dumb, was a I'm flame. done with this. <laughs> yeah. This is stupid. <laughs> and now he's rewriting everything. Like, this is I- how it should have went. She totally, she just couldn't handle her feelings for me. Yeah, and so yeah, she yeah, fled yeah, yeah. back to let, New York. Let a man step in and rewrite this the way it's <laughs> supposed to be. If her and her dumb girl feelings would have realized what she really felt for me and Idiot. stayed, let me just, I'll tell her what she should have felt through yep. my film. This will be okay, my love letter wow. to her. <laughs> this really, like, could be the thing, though. That oh, no, it fully is, because we will continue to get through, because he's Dawson, and every moment of Dawson is like, I am holier than thou, my film insight is better than anyone who walks the planet i am dawson my hubris is you know uh, it's unparalleled i am a film and then genius. you think pacey is this like version of him that he wished he could achieve like this more laid back like very charming approachable well if we're making we'll things get to it if we're making things canon before we continue to move on i yeah. think dawson is i think this is reverse glee like okay uh, glee so glee it's like funny that they take Glee so seriously and then somebody gets a milkshake thrown on them. Right. In his world, he's like, I take film super seriously and nobody bullies me for it. As a matter of fact, I bully other people. I'm like, look at this jock. What a wet You're brain. You're so or right. And Pacey. And even the bullying, the quote unquote bullying scenes yeah. are so gentle. Yeah. It's, it, I was like, I even pushed a kid into a locker when yes. I was in middle school. The Granted, kid, he the did kid, deserve it. The kid was going around. Sucking off Steven Spielberg the way that Dawson does that that kind of deserves yeah, it. Yeah, at maybe. the very least, I mean, at the very least, this is a kid who has a very specific group of friends, and mm-hmm. Dawson's like new girl from New York, mine dibs. Yep, uh, you know the new cool girl in town. The, I don't the want kid him that to works be bullied <laughs> at all. Somebody's got to like knock that boy down. I mean, this 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 two. dude. Yes, no, no one deserves to be bullied except Dawson because yeah. he yeah. he is bullying everyone else with his false intellect. Right. And he's not real. So who does this harm? Yeah, exactly. Now, I think (laughs) (laughs) I think Pacey before we continue to move. I think Pacey is just what every other kid was around him where he's like, I wish I could get invited to parties and everything. But he's like, that's my that's my best friend. Yes. A teenager. He's acting like a 15 year old. And they would fully not be best friends in real life because they have nothing in common. And Pacey would be so over his horse shit so immediately to be like, oh, dude, this is why nobody likes you. (laughs) Pacey's like, Pacey's in super bad. He's like, dude, we're going to get late tonight. We're going to lose our virginity. He's like, virginity? Why does everything have to be about sex with you? Can't we just have a film analysis night or, uh, you know, order a bridge over the river Kwai and just kind of, you know, break down scene by scene? Ick. It's like, what are you talking about, man? My There's God. a kegger tonight. What are you doing, man? Why? Are, yeah, you're blowing it, sir. <laughs> so, okay. So from that scene, um, I believe we are introduced to... Um, their work, their work life. They work at a movie, a uh, film, a video store, a video rental store. Oh it, my god, uh, I miss, I miss. This is like the show of many vests. 
which I really love too. You'll see a lot of vests in this show and not only in the context of a work uniform. No. Just, like we'll get to when we'll get to the school dance, but like Dawson's go to like I have to look fuckable look <laughs> is like a 70s too big blouse with a giant collar and of like a tweed vest, like a brown <laughs> tweed vest. And I sort of love it. Yeah, it, it not gonna lie. Well, one thing from episode one, I noticed immediately that now in the nineties I was I was I was I was young, so I wasn't I didn't have autonomy over what I was wearing. But it looked based on this show, it's like the nineties were the time of so many clothes. It's like and a shirt and a, a flannel and and baggy layering, pants with ca- honey, cargo layer. pockets and and it's just so many clothes like a. A flannel shirt, a short sleeve shirt, and then a long sleeve shirt under everything to give yes. this like all these different, you know, sleeve tiers. Yes. And everything on like the binary boy was so big. It was like Ridiculous. a bunch of dudes just wandering around in circus tents. Yes. And then all everything on like the binary girl was so tiny and weird and like ill fitting. Incredible. It was not great. I love 90s fashion and I love incorporating elements of it into my wardrobe to this very day. Yes. But it was a mess when it was like all of it at once. You got to rein it in. Yes. You got to rein it in. So a mess. So they're in this video store. And again, this was this was the scene where I I was like this. Kevin Williamson loves clerks. Yep. They're they're at the stand. They're talking. They're having this diatribe. The Nelly is introduced and they're having this. People didn't they're talk like this like, as teenagers. They just did They're didn't. like breaking apart like Schindler's List. Yeah, like they're going so hard into this analytical film bullshit in an absolute ripoff Clerks movie set. You completely nailed it. But it's also like the bubble is burst so hard by the I know what you did last summer poster yeah. that's also displayed in there. You can see yeah. like the top of Freddie Prince Jr.'s <laughs> head in the whole scene. Yes. This show like, you guys look foolish. This episode is just full of, of false intellectualism. And then Nellie, the daughter of the video store, is supposed to be some kind of like airhead, I guess. But I she, love that bitch. she lays them out. She lays uh Pacey out. She puts him in his place because she calls he calls her a wet brain, which mm-hmm. is like I didn't know that was it, like an insult that was a thing. Uh mm-hmm. but she, he calls her a wet brain and she just goes off on him. You're nothing, you're air. She blows the air. And then and he is destroyed. Oh, yes. Because he looks like his grandfather just <laughs> passed away in front of his very eyes. Because those are the emotions of a teenage boy. Uh huh. Joshua Jackson is in a teenage drama show. I don't know what they told James Vanderbeek the script was, but Joshua Jackson is a guy who's like, when he acts cocky, boom, he immediately gets smacked down by some pretty mm-hmm. girl. And he's like, oh, I, I've now learned my place on the. He establishes a, a food chain in high school, which existed. We all know it existed. Oh, you know, it absolutely it, you know, did. You, there's a, every, I, the world would be great if everybody just was everybody and there was friends. But mm-hmm. I think we're supposed to go, well, these are two dudes that work at a video store and they're film nerds and everything like that. So they're not the most popular people in school. And then right. Nellie, her father is, I guess, the richest person in this hanky pank podunk town. town he owns, owns three video he owns three store. video rental stores it's a chain <laughs> yeah. how dare you how would you disrespect my father when i give my after school time to help him restock the video rentals yeah. when he exploits my free child labor <laughs> to amass his absurd wealth how dare you so, so i assume nelly is like you know a rich popular girl and she puts yes. him down and he takes it like a 15 year old boy like oh man 
blow to my ego. Whereas mm-hmm. Dawson would have been like, kids. Yeah. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Dawson would put on his 28-year-old jaded dad hat and just brushed it off because only in this con- context because he wasn't interested in this girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, if the teen someone, comes out of him in the right times. Yes. When he wants to get his dick wet, he is the most insufferable <laughs> piece of shit on planet Earth. For- and this scene, like that takedown, that Pacey takedown, is where I literally paused the episode and was like, okay, this dialogue is so absurd. Yes. That like we don't even really need to scream about it because that's become like the meme. Yeah. One of the many memes of this show is yeah. that nobody fucking talks like this. At all. Adults don't even talk like this. No. It's just ridiculous. Period. Full stop. Like Kevin Williamson just had a thesaurus and he's like, how do I say you guys are nerds? Shut up. You guys sit here with your soliloquies and, you know, loquacious. What are you talking about? What, it's what? so weird. <laughs> and it, it continues to beg the question, like, who are you writing this for? Well, you nailed it. I, I think what you said at the beginning when we first started was genius. This is a, a teen drama for 28 to 30 year old women. It totally is, and and, and even totally e- and even they are like, I mean, it's ridiculous. But so yes. for, for a teenager, you go, what the hell is this shit? Where's Buffy? And then right? you know, <laughs> for a twenty eight year old, you're like, oh, I had a really rough day. I'm really depressed. I'll turn on this ridiculous show. I'll turn on this soap you know opera for 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 teens. I want to hate myself more today. I'm putting on Dawson's. <laughs> yeah, Let's do this. I'm, I'm grabbing a box of barefoot fucking <laughs> Moscato. I'm putting on Dawson's Creek and I'm only going to get up when I need to take a shit. Let's do this. So, okay. So back to the Here's movie. a conversation <laughs> I've definitely had with myself before. How do I get through this? So, <laughs> so, so. Uh, we are introduced to Miss Jacobs. I don't think her name is introduced in the scene because I think we're just, oh, we're just supposed is. to. Oh, it is? Okay. Tamara Jacobs. Oh, tam- oh t- Tamara. Yes, Tamara. Tamara. I've never, I didn't even know. I thought it was Tamara, but I'm, maybe I'm Podunk. I don't know. Um, Tamara <laughs> Jacobs comes in and, and they have this whole back and forth, you know, tete a tete. Oh, I'd like to rent the graduate and, you know, the oh young boy and the, the young, the, the older woman. And, you know, and this motherfucker's going for it. And listen, you know, there, you know this is a wrong thing. Oh, but at 15 so years old, who's not going to go for it? Who, what 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 young man or young girl? I I I had a teacher in my high school. His, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, here's his name, address, yeah. and social security number. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he, he he was a total himbo. He's he was, clean. It's all good. <laughs> he he didn't was, hurt anyone. He didn't hurt. Well, he didn't. I just want to make that clear. He was a total himbo, though. He he used to play soccer, so he'd come to school. He'd have on like express men's skinny slacks and. The shirt was wow. tucked in and the, the girls would be like, they'd call him by his last name, but take the mister off. They'd be like, oh, oh yeah. Cold. Oh, you know, they'd be like, oh, my God, you're so stupid. Uh, you know, Scarborough, I'll call him that. I don't wow. Yeah, so they took the mister off and he didn't. He wasn't like guys, guys. He was like Miss Jacobs, yeah, except didn't they didn't go. But he didn't all. shut it down. And he, he leaned it into down. it. I mean, his, his clothes were so tapered. You know, oh, I like my I teachers mean, to be balding. One uh-huh. of their things, you're about the job. You're not here to p- put you on. you know how much we're all thinking about fucking when we're in school? Do we really need to add the layer of fuckable educators? Like, I'm sorry. I love teachers. My sister is totally a teacher. Arguably, 
a fuckable educator, right? But like, we don't need more of that in our public school system, please. And thank you. Oh. It's too complicated as it is. You're so many emotions. To teach. You're I, too beautiful. I had to... you, Greek God. Who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, he looked like goddamn David Beckham, man. And then his counterpart was the teacher that I had a crush on. Her name was Miss Lampy. I feel fine saying her name. And she was beautiful. And when she would mm-hmm. lean over, she had a tattoo on, on the side of her back and it would peek oh. out a bit. And you're like, what is happening right now, Rude. right? So obviously, Pacey, this scene, I, I could relate so much to it because it's like, oh, he's you're hiding fucking, his you're fucking going boner. For. Oh, majorly. The VHS tape. But he's, yeah. he's he's killing it though. He's so he's he's charming. He's so suave. He's and charming. So charming. He's but so he's a he's charming. a charming dork. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's not the coolest kid in school. But no. once he graduates from high school. The world is his oyster. Girls are going to be like, oh, my God, yep. you're so alternative. And, like, you know, you, you, you listen to cool music. Like, he's going to he's yep. a stud once he graduates from high school. The girls just can't appreciate it yet. I just for completely forgot and could not, be- like, jaw to the fucking floor believe that they launched into the Miss Jacobs Pacey storyline in Me- the first episode ep- one. This is the pilot, you guys. We've already been recording for almost 40 minutes. And so much happened. And we're 20 minutes into this episode. I like no joke. We, we're still establishing who these people are. We have had one scene with Pacey, and now he's getting eyeball fucked by the new teacher in town. Yes. Which he doesn't know yet no. that she's a teacher. No. To his credit, he doesn't know. And, be- and before I take us out of that scene, I'm going to move on from there. But I just want to say this was this was a great time. This was like prime older woman cougar milf era where it was realistic, right? Okay. This woman, 100%. she might have been 42, maybe, maybe she might have been 40. She was she was beautiful, but mm-hmm. not ridiculous. I think people today would categorize Sofia Vergara as a milf. I mm-hmm. think she's older than this woman in this scene. Oh, and Sofia so Vergara is not a. She's just a gorgeous woman. It, it's just she's, a beautiful. Yeah, she's not like some. When he, Dawson's like, "Hey, man, that's somebody's mom." Yeah. The first of also, all, shut up, man. What do you? Yeah, quit ruining <laughs> it for me. First of all, second of all, <laughs> we were also experiencing this show again in 2020. Oh my god! When this show was born in an era where like. This was a storyline that could be gotten away with on oh, a show sure. that was quote unquote marketed to teens, even though we all fucking know it wasn't right. Yes. And now the only way that a storyline like this exists is in like that new Hulu show. Yes. That's it called, has to like, end in every, it a has, teacher or yes. whatever. You have to go to it's jail like, at the end. <laughs> yes. Like yes. this is, this is not just, okay, we're going to like, yeah, well, this is salacious. Taboo. Yeah. We're gonna give, yeah. We're going to give and a she little. She just moves out of town content. without anybody ever knowing that they slept together. And it's just their little uh, secret. Nope, like, no, that's not where somebody has to go to jail goes. in 2020. This Miss Jacobs this should is, be in prison. <laughs> she should be in prison. And this content is horrific. Like oh he God. is 15. Like you said, she's easily in her forties, but also it's the nineties. So like nobody knows the age of any woman in the nineties. No. They could be 25 or they could be 65. <laughs> they all look the same. Yeah. It's scientifically impossible <laughs> to figure it out. The hair is too big. The lenses are too greased. The The lipstick is like too lined. Like nobody can figure out how the fuck old any of these people no. are. So maybe we're supposed to believe that she is like a, no, there's no, no way. I, I was trying to say she's like maybe a fresh out of college. No, no, she's they, not fresh out of college. As a matter of fact, in order to throw that out from our our thought, Dawson goes, hey, man, 
that woman is somebody's mom's age. Yep. Yeah. So you can't even go. Maybe yeah. maybe I'll just maybe I'll try to give him. Maybe nope. she's twenty seven. Like no, right. she has she's old enough to have a kid their age, and Daw- Dawson points that out. <laughs> my brain can't handle it, and my brain is trying to like make excuses for this relationship that is definitely forming. But it's so fucked up and disgusting. Oh, there's no excuse. I'm living, I'm living for it. <laughs> I, I okay? love every minute of it. I'm so, fucking living for it. So, so one here, I want to I want to categorize this episode by how many times this show could have been canceled from this pilot alone, right? So already we got taboo affair or flirtation, clearly foreshadowing that they're going to rape. They're clearly foreshadowing that they're going to sleep together, right? Yes. They, we leave this scene. Dawson, movies in hand because, oh, my God, I'm so cool. I love movies. Yep. He runs mm-hmm. into Jennifer, Jen, Jen, also known mm-hmm. as Michelle Williams, Oscar nominated. What a career she's gone on to have. But, she is incredible. Oh, my God. Uh, and he, he sees her on the titular creek, sitting at the mm-hmm. dock, I, you know, I don't know, thinking, you know, just deep in thought, as 15-year-olds are wont to do. Uh, you know, every 15-year-old I know, every 15-year-old I know just picked a spot and just went off and, like, stared off vacantly and just thought about life and the conundrums yeah, of mean, the world, you know? Every day. So he's got his movies. I'm sure it's like five Steven Spielberg movies, you know? And he goes over to her. They have some kind of conversation. And he's, he's you know, they're, you know, light flirting, but intellectual flirting. And yeah, he, his necklace is right eye line. Oh, with the her. sun's hitting it. The sun's beating yep. on the necklace. It's shimmering Absolutely. and glimmering. And, <laughs> and after everything's over, he, he, you know, he turns to her and he goes, would you like to see my studio? This was the, the most terrifying scene. If, right? I was like, he's going to murder, to kill you. If yeah. you put like music from the show you mm-hmm. in this scene where he walks in, he's like, I have all of the posters chronologically ordered by box office gross on the walls. That and, what? horrifying. This is, and, and this is what I go back when I tell you Kevin Williamson creates the show, right? This is how mm-hmm. he wanted a girl to react when he shows her his right. his, his murder dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> it's Steven Spielberg murder dungeon. She's yes, like, you're totally right. He wanted the Oh my woman, god, you're so cool. Lady. This is so this is so cool that you have yes, this. The person he lured in there with at like threat of knife point to be like, "Oh my god, wait, you are a nice guy." Wait a minute. So you're telling me that you I you, love have, you. you have a black and white portrait of Steven Spielberg on your desk and all of his posters are put into some kind of weird system that you've created based but on girl, how much you money you masturbate this- in here <laughs> with E.T. staring Mast- at masturbates you masturbates to Jurassic Park and E.T. and Schindler's you should never Schindler's be list. you should never be talking to another girl at 15 Schindler's List should not be a topic of conversation they yes, not only okay. have a, it's on his it's on his it's on his closet door they have a little his studio is his bedroom he masturbates in a room with a movie poster of Schindler's List it's insane and it is <laughs> awful. And the cherry on top of this is, I already thought this scene was crazy, but as they're standing by the closet, he opens the closet up to get something out or something. And I was for a half a second, I, I was like, he's going to go, oh, shoot. Hey, can you help me grab the, that box from the top shelf? And then, you know, welcome to my nightmare. And then chloroform a oh, rag yeah. her over her face. He could have locked her in that closet. So it was easily. such a so terrifying scene. And I think it was meant to establish the flirtation between the two of them. And I go, no woman. It reminded me of the 40-year-old virgin scene where, you know, the the girl, the lady's like, what's all these toys in here? Like, nobody ever, the thing that you love, 
male or female, it, yeah. the thing that you love is never, the person's never like, it's so awesome that you collect toys, but you don't take them out of their box. They're collectibles. That's totally respect. That. It's actually really funny that, that you say that exact thing, because I have a friend who uh, I went to high school with. She lives out in Los Angeles and she actually got set up on a date with now his name is escaping me. The guy who like from uh i feel like he was in forgetting sarah marshall he's like super into the muppets he was in a bunch of the new muppet movies oh jason siegel jason siegel i was like i think his name is jason but i kept <laughs> thinking about jason momoa because i'm always thinking that about guy's jason momoa. definitely anyway, not jason momoa but yes jason siegel right so she she is kind of a small town gal uh -huh. really not into the hollywood scene so she didn't know when they were going out like on this when she was meeting this guy for this date that this is like jason siegel of like b movie dude yeah. movie fame they have a nice time they go out again he invites her for a nightcap back to his house yes his beautiful beautiful house i think he lives in west hollywood whatever she walks in and there are puppets everywhere it's terrifying that his is, house is that is terrifying full of puppets and he has enough money that they're movie quality they're Mupp They're like Muppet quality puppets because he loves the Muppets. And she was like, I went on exactly two dates with Jason Siegel and I did not return the next phone call. She's <laughs> like, I'm not going to fuck in front, like yeah. in full view of an audience of puppets. I don't know how many cameras are in these puppet eyeballs. Like, what is happening? But the, so, hu the hubris of an actor is like, I'm going to go home. We're gonna, I'm going to bring her back to my place. I'm going to show her my replica manimal and, and she's gonna tear so, my clothes off of me <laughs> i'm so famous that she's still going to have sex with me in front of mrs piggy's here i mean she's she's Sir. gonna be so enthralled by my collection that her clothes were gonna, are gonna fall puppets, off i can overlook a couple puppets I mean, in a movie if you have a movie theater room movie. listen if you have a movie theater room in your house you, you know you have a nice house you have a movie theater no, room, you have puppets. a life-size darth vader but there's going to be other sure. things. Life-size Darth Vader, a popcorn machine, a Kermit the Frog replica. If I can see your puppets from the foyer of your mansion, <laughs> we are having a serious problem. Okay? So, yes. That's like, if this scene were normal, it would have been, I gotta go, yeah. and I'm changing my number. <laughs> but this is the Kevin Williams rewrite of my sad adolescence, yeah. so she is whap for it oh my god and enthralled she's like he, he goes you know i have a philosophy about steven spielberg movies i feel like if if i ever have a life problem i can watch a steven spielberg movie and it'll solve my life problems like okay which one are you gonna watch to tell you how to dispose of this woman's body right because that's what the vibes you're giving off are this is insane uh, jurassic park is the answer to that. <laughs> jurassic park and she is the goat on a tether being led into the pen of a tyrannosaurus rex so maybe his theory is correct yes maybe yeah the, all the lessons life lessons you need are in steven spielberg movies so uh, and of course joey is on the fucking ladder like a weirdo man like a weirdo the ladder that's also never uses the door and the ladder is is is, is permanently propped up against the house straight to his for, room forever it's always forever. there it's just always there she doesn't have to get it out of the bushes no nope. a robber could just walk by and say i'm gonna rob this house there's a it, it's calling me that's entrapment that, that is entrapment to, that is entrapment and it, that would hold up in <laughs> but it also is it points out how absurd the ladder is in any context because clearly dot like the leary's 
love Joey. She can come over whenever she wants. The they know door. the ladder is there. They find her just wandering around in their house all the time. And they're like, hey, Joey, what's up? <laughs> like, I had relationships with close friends like that, where my house was your house, your house was my house, whatever. Yeah. You can come over. We knew the garage code. Come on in. You don't need the ladder. The ladder is just to make you feel cool. Yes. You can just use the fucking door. It's the only just point of the Just use the fucking door. Oh, I'm so mad about it. I hate that fucking ladder. It's so stupid. It's so it's nonsense. Before, it's romanticized nonsense. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's Romeo. It's a, it's a nod it. to Romeo and Juliet that is yes. played out and just it's it's just stupid. It's it's stupid. Because this just, is just Kevin Williamson whatever <laughs> love triangle that never fucking exists. Like man, it never exists. Once he got a little famous from the show, he's like, yeah. I mean, this show's pretty accurate. I mean, girls were constantly just life. walking. I don't want to toot my own horn in front of Schindler's List. I but mean, it's based on my life. The amount of girls that were just laddering into my bedroom at all hours of the night, it's oh. crazy. So I decided I wanted to bring that to screen and really, you know, tell my truth. Yeah. So I had to seal the window. It was a mess. <laughs> now, I missed, I missed, I want to go to Jennifer's home life before we get to Cape yes. Side High. But yes. I wanted to touch on one thing really quick because I thought that this show was really, I thought this show was like, when I was bringing up about how this show wasn't canceled. So you mm-hmm. go, you go, uh, you know, illicit affair with a teacher. Yep. An atheist, an atheist, fifteen-year-old, openly Calling like, oh, I don't. Out her grandmother. I don't do the whole God thing. And then the thing we missed was, which comes back around and totally shit on my props I gave to the show was Joey literally rows her boat down the stream to her home, and uh, is an, uh, introduced. We're introduced to her black. I thought. I thought father. I thought that was her mother and father. No, because it's I her wa- sister's boyfriend. Yes, which we learned. But I go, oh, wow, that's progressive for 1998. Like an interracial couple. And then he's re- that actor is replaced by episode no. two. No, are you serious? With, a, with another black actor. But oh, okay. like, oh, I, mean, I was just like, I thought like they were like, oh, this didn't play over well in the pilot. So white guy. Well, at least no, that. I like, mean, <laughs> the character of Bodie does remain. Okay. Because. They had to put one black character in here that can be fucking scrutinized by everybody. Oh, this for show sure. show is garbage. Yeah. Like, we're aware that it's garbage. <laughs> yes. But in this in this in this one shining moment when I I wasn't sure of the the dynamic, I go, "Oh, wow, like she, maybe maybe her, you know, her mother or her parents passed away and she's being raised by her, you know, they, this guy, you know, he's making gazpacho of some kind. Right. They call it orgasmic, which is weird." Oh. So I go, which is a don't ever describe anything as the orgasmic that Not isn't sex related. Not after you said it to two sisters, and one of them's a, one of them's a other. super minor, like fifteen years. Like, oh my god, it's orgasmic. Super minor, and the other is massively pregnant yeah. with her child, and she had the same idea. It couldn't have been that good. It looked like mush soup. They both. It it looked like a mac and cheese with no noodles in it. <laughs> the which first thing that came to mind was thinking. <laughs> Do I need some mac and cheese? Yes. With no noodles in it? Do I just need to drink? <laughs> just the, the cheese, cheese, just the whiz. Liquid. Nobody beats yeah. the whiz. So I go. I gave them props. I go. Okay, cool. That's interesting. So you go. You go interracial relationship, yep. uh, which is taboo for 1998. Let's be honest. Uh, uh, taboo relationship with a you know older woman and a teenage boy and an but atheist. I do feel like that fucking okay. So I think that the interracial relationship was literally written because it's very much a twelfth tier. Pro, like oh it's, oh yeah it's not important it's at all so it's so ancillary that it, it it's just it's not full view yes. but it creates fodder yes for the conservative grandmother that now Nan. michelle williams character jen is living with yes to be like bringing her gross like suburban i don't like the company that you keep church Jen. lady judgment 
where she's, you know, Jen is asking questions like, oh, what do you think about our so-and-so neighbor? And what do you think about so-and-so neighbor? Like, all, you know, I want to get to know the kids that are my age and in my grade in the neighborhood. Yes. I'm asking you curious questions. <laughs> and this grandma, this racist, like, Catholic grandma <laughs> first gets her fucking head exploded because Jen says she's an atheist and doesn't want to say. She's like, can you grandma say the, can you shit. say the, if you can lead us in prayer, please, Jennifer? She's like, I don't really. She, and it wasn't, what it is that I think subtly Jennifer is my most unlike character and has nothing to do with Michelle Williams is yeah. that she's so self-actualized. She didn't just mm-hmm. go, I don't really know, Gary. I don't really know if I like believe in God. She's like, I don't, I don't subscribe to a religious God, Graham. Um, I am an, an I'm an atheist. And she's drinking Folgers coffee before school. She's and drinking. She's 15. Black coffee. She's, not a frat. She's drinking black coffee. She has refused fresh eggs and toast. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck so do I'm you <laughs> think you are? I'm usually on, I'm usually so much on the go in the mornings. I don't even have time for breakfast. You know, I'm running what, the startup. Where? <laughs> Middle school? Well, well Amanda, she's Earth. from New York. She's got to catch a cat. It's the hustle and bustle of New York. You know, she's probably oh. running at least, you know, a tech startup or something. At I fifteen, so I she has to take can't. her black coffee and go. <laughs> I just, it's it's ridiculous. So I, yeah, I mean, like, it really sucks that a, a dynamic and a, like l- fucking relatable set of characters really only exist to like allow for the bigoted grandma storyline yeah, to get to an be tizzy. supported. Yeah, that's really the only yes. reason it's there to get her 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 to get her feelings in a in a bunch. So oh, that, she, you that know, girl's trouble living with her sister and her sister's <laughs> black boyfriend, and I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ, Grandma! <laughs> so fucking she, calm down, <laughs> like relax. So so Jennifer drops the line that she's an atheist, followed by Chumbawamba's "I get knocked down" as we're introduced. <laughs> as we're introduced, we're introduced, and 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 uh, here I, I, I will be giving superlatives out through the episode, and yes, the obvious the best. obvious choice. For, for Song of the Creek is Chumbawamba's I Get Knocked Down. But I didn't select it. It was too obvious. We yeah. all love Chumbawamba's I Get Knocked Down. But it was too it was just too easy of a choice. So Gotta go for an underdog. Exactly. So we move on. We're introduced to Cape Side High School. They're out on the quad, which I did. This is just not a, my, this wasn't my high school experience. People playing no. Frisbee and where's all this free time? You have to get to your next class. Like, it's just right? so. And also, it's not college. It's not a college campus. It's high school. Part of the. <laughs> Part of the reason I'm so glad I did watch a second episode is because in the first episode, we're clearly in a New England. I'm I'm assuming they're in Connecticut. And this is a obviously very wealthy community, right? Yes. But the sign that they zoom in on for Cape Side High School, there are two signs. The first one you see is pitiful garbage. It looks like shit like it looks like somebody at the video store put yeah. those like stencil letters in Slid a them in. like but yeah but the, not even there's no slide they just tape them to a flat <laughs> surface they're peeling off it looks like garbage right and then two shots later there's this like gilded capeside high like and i was like who what props guy got fired <laughs> because that was the placeholder sign that got into a shot along with a lot of booms by the way if you drink if you do a shot every time you see a boom on this show, you'll die. Yeah. You'll die by the by the end credits. Booms, hair on the lens. I uh, saw a mic pack. Yep, uh, it's bad. <laughs> but that sign, second episode, gone. Somebody burned it. There was a there was a post shoot bonfire. Oh, so celebrate. by episode two, they upgrade the sign. It 
they no by episode two they just only use the already good sign okay two signs in episode one inexplicably one is garbage you can the other is stunning you're fired for, take your sign, sign with you <laughs> first sign gets fired with whatever props person fucking built it and you never see it again it's dead it's gone so now and then we're inside <laughs> yes and, and michelle williams <laughs> is very overwhelmed yeah she's like i need a cigarette she with- says I on top of all use- the other things that have happened in this ep- in this show <laughs> you're like who are you? Really use a I, cigarette, but not just that. I could use a cigarette. You smoke cigarettes? No, I quit. She I has quit. She, when <laughs> you're 15. When did Michelle you quit? Michelle Williams when you were has lived such a full New York hustle and bustle life you that she has picked sh- up and quit a cigarette habit. She's she's broken her cigarette habit. She's she's found her theology. She is she is a full blown atheist. She does not believe in God, and you know, but I also sometimes fucking mind sometimes. No, but sometimes the stress is... of life could just get to you. You're in a new town and you need to just bust one down. Yeah, I got my safety. Pack. I can keep it in the sock. <laughs> you know what? I could just really fucking idiot. I could just really at a time when every kid, the the opposite is happening. Like that's the story. That's the storyline that like makes a person cool. Is like they smoke cigarettes. No, she's be- she's transcended that. I yep. used to smoke cigarettes. She. Quit. I realized it was a bad habit and I stopped smoking cigarettes. That's how adult I am. This okay. Clearly, Kevin Williamson's never been to New York City he's, ever in his life. He's only like driven. He's seen it from like a bridge going into New Jersey on the far side, where you can like just get the skyline. Yeah, and so he wrote Michelle Williams as the most pitiful girl from New York City trope in the history. No, of, no. Of what writing? He, what he wrote was the girl that at twenty five. Moves to New York. Right. And then it's like, I'm going to try to be a New York. I'm going to reinvent myself yep. to what I think is cool in New York. Yeah. A la Alina Dunham and girls. Yeah. You know, it's very much yes. like I am. I, I don't wear a bra anymore. I uh, don't believe in this. Capitalism. Yes. Capitalism. Like thoughts on. New thoughts on Yeah. New th- ideas that aren't fully flushed out. But at mm-hmm. 15, not only does she have these ideas, but they are fully flushed out. There's no, well, like, girl, hypocrisy to it. You think you hate capitalism, you you hate capitalism at 15. You just fucking wait until you're 30 fucking three. Like the, you wait. There's, like there's just, so there's much just, more for you to hate about the world. You got time. There's no contradiction in her. It's just, like, she is a fully self-actualized woman There's no room for and, growth. And that's what New York she, does to you. <laughs> she's, it's done. She's yeah. grown all she it's needs. It's just New York. Grow. It's just that's what New York people are like. Yeah, my name's Jen. I'm from New York. I used to smoke cigs, and now... I'm an atheist. I... <laughs> Luma McGrandma. Whatever, it's fine. So now, let's turn up the heat a bit. <laughs> we, are intru- we are introduced to more Pacey action. This kid is in class juggling a book on his head. The kid's, this kid's a, a star. Joshua Jackson's a star in the show. And I then, va-va-va-voom, in walks mm. Tamara Jacobs. Miss Miss Jacobs during school hours. All the lines are so sexual in the show, too. So many innuendos. Like, let's do Miss Jacobs during school hours. Yep. She like grazes by him and he's like, I am going to combust everywhere in this fully room. Fully engorged. He's <laughs> definitely walking with his books strategically placed and Absolutely. his boner tucked up into his sweatpants. We all did it. Don't <laughs> worry about it. It's cool. But, but we- like that's happening <laughs> so, in this scene. So in that scene, just happens really quickly. We move on from that really quick. I just want to establish that, oh, whoa, reveal, Miss Jacobs is his teacher. 
And now we go reveal to reveal that everyone on the planet saw coming from a fucking. Whoa, mile shocker! Away. This woman's back. This is no Shyamalan. Twist. Yeah, this show. Kevin Williams, whatever. You're <laughs> this, good. This show is like signs, but at a creek. Mm-hmm. So, so, <laughs> so we move on to uh, the second scene in this in this forty minute show where I go. Dawson is going to murder a person. Yep. He walks into a film class and he is the most sanctimonious, pretentious person. This guy's just trying to watch Psycho. Uh-huh. And he comes in and he's like, oh, Psycho, 1942. Did you know that, uh, you know, uh, Alfred Hitchcock uh, wanted to throw water? You're like, I didn't ask you anything. He explains Psycho <laughs> to an adult film teacher. Psycho. You know the film? Anthony Perkins, Janet Leigh, Universal, 1960. Little known fact. Did you know that Hitchcock surprised Janet Leigh with freezing cold water in order to get her to scream so effectively? Who are you? Dawson Leary. Then I take it you'll be in my fifth period film lab. Actually, that's why I'm here. There seems to have been some confusion with my schedule. I was denied admittance to your film class. Then you must be a sophomore. And that's not a good thing? This is a very popular class, Dawson. Seating is limited. There's a waiting list. Priority goes to upperclassmen. That's stupid. This is what I'm going to teach in 30 minutes. Uh, you, Yes, that's on the curriculum. That's my fucking curriculum, <laughs> you little bitch. Get out of my classroom. Did, I hate you so much. It, he's like such a minkus of like, there's such a smug look on his face when he's like, let me, t- let me teach you something really quick. Well, he's trying to like, okay. So he knows that he is too young to take the class, right? It's not available for first years in this yes. high school, which at this high school... And I don't know if this is an East Coast thing, what? Because I attended high school in the Midwest. So you start high school in ninth grade. You do yes. 9, 10, 11, 12. Yes. But at this, at Cape Side, it's 10, 11, 12. That is not an East Coast. Maybe this was a 90s East Coast thing. I have no idea. I also think maybe that was written in because it's like, well, ninth grade is too young. That's too young. He can't be flirting with this lady so in the ninth grade. We can't have them. We Yeah. Like we want the excitement of them going to high school for the first time, but we got to start. They've already been there. Zone. 10th grade. <laughs> it's <laughs> that that was the thing from the intro where I go, she goes, we're starting, we're starting high school tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, cool. So they're freshmen. And then uh, Michelle tenth Williams grade. is Michelle Williams. Is like I start 10th grade tomorrow. Okay. We, us too. So, okay. All right. So all the excitement of addressed. high school and the f- learning and that's gone. They've yep. already been here. It's just yep. a new, they're just another year into high school. Yeah. But they definitely wrote it to make it seem like this is their first time going to high school. Absolutely. That's, that's what this stupid. was. I mean, the whole, yeah. the whole intro of like our hormones are changing and everything. Yep. That's eighth grade get, into ninth grade. High school. Yeah. Correct. They've already done this. They should have had this conversation a year ago. Oh yeah. No, this is bullshit. Like so, now in 10th grade, the hormones really kick in. Exactly. But, but this so he walks he walks in this fucking class. He knows that he's not going to be allowed to be there to do take you think the that? class properly. Yes, because I think what he's doing is trying to giving show off. this guy oh his God. resume. Gross. And going, That's I already know gross. enough to be like I'm a prodigy. So I don't need to wait until 11th grade. That makes him I can a, fucking audit this course. He's Let's so he's a sociopath. He's a sociopath then. Because he he's comes the in, the guy goes, oh, "Okay, cool. You seem to be knowledgeable in film." Yeah, but there seems to be some kind of mistake. There was a mix-up with this. So you're saying he already knew. He knew. I, I didn't He absolutely Yeah, knew. I, I I the age restrictions and everything. So he tried to go, "Well, clearly there's some kind of mistake. I'm the varsity quarterback of watching of, movies." Of knowing <laughs> things about movies. <laughs> Sir. So uh, clearly when you go to, you know who I am when you go to, you know, the school, when the school's film team 
goes to regionals, you're going to want me on the whatever thing. What, you, like, need <laughs> you need me, sir. You need, you need me. You need to teach me about film. It'll you're make your resume look later. good. Yeah. Yeah. You'll thank me later. <laughs> I'm Dawson's Creek. Calm down. I'm a natural. And the teacher's I'm, like, no, get out. Yeah. Like, and I was thrilled. That was the only, and what's funny is to hear the teacher speak, that's the first time the dialogue ever makes sense where he goes like, yep. my no is resolute. And, and all, but they all talk like that. All of they them all talk, talk like, like The children that. talk like this, but coming out of an adult's mouth, you go, oh, okay, got it. Yeah, that's that's who the dialogue is for, for adults to be having a conversation. And I don't remember if this happens in this episode or if that happens in the second episode, but Dawson does weasel himself back into that class by basically pleading the case that he has a study hour period the same hour that that class is going and he doesn't like to work on his film stuff in the library because it's too quiet and crowded like he has to, so he's like can i just take my study hall in this room so that i can like do my work but not have to be in this like weird environment in the library i'm manipulating like i see right through you and also we uh, this is a written storyline so yeah i'm gonna let you do it a manipulator he's, he's such a fucking manipulator at, at for at, Everyone and everything. I it's thought, I, and, and again, you put you put scary music to this scene where he's getting rejected from this thing that he is so sure he's he should be a part a of. Like, he's going to kill him too. So he's going to kill Michelle Williams in the bedroom. He's going to kill this. Team. So twice in the show. The Learys have a really big porch to put bodies under. Oh my God. They have so much They're land. Wealthy. And they yeah. live on they, a creek. You just throw the bodies in the creek. on a creek on like two fucking acres with a ladder <laughs> permanently affixed. On several, in the video store, he tells, you know, Pacey makes a joke like, all right, you meat man junior. He goes, they won't find your body in the creek, Pacey. Yeah, Meat they, they'll, man. Have, they'll have to drag the creek. They'll have to drag the creek for your body, Pacey. I okay. I wrote this down. I wrote this down about the meat man situation, and now I don't remember where it is. Okay, <laughs> I'll find it. But basically, I was just like, "This is gross, and I hate it." Yes, and I'm like, for the, for these for this moment, I'm a prude because <laughs> Dawson's parents are so fucking thirsty for horned, each other horned up they are humping in full view on a like a coffee table they break stuff and like yeah and dawson and pacey saunter in after school and they're like oh hey oh it's so embarrassing when you finger my mom in front of me <laughs> at home go pa to your pacey's room. like pacey's like what's up i just he makes everything cool and then dawson again sanctimonious oh you got i mean i get it they're your parents but it's it was like not just, it was like, you guys are having sexual encounters with each other? Who does that? Like, he's so yeah. self-righteous, man. I hate him. So, okay, so we go from the film class, and, you know, previously uh, uh, we, we find out that uh, Joey and Jennifer have a class together. They're leaving the class, and now my entire bubble is shattered because they walk down the hallway, and this is where we're finding out about, you know, uh, Michelle Williams is very uh, bold to Joey, and she goes, you know, like, my grandmother says, like, you're trash. And uh, that's right. And she explains she this is where because, again, I go, that's progressive that there's like an interracial relationship and you find out like, oh, no, it's bad. And mm -hmm. everybody. Oh, yeah. My dad is in jail and my sister's boyfriend is black. So that's yep. why your grandmother's a racist. died of cancer. So th that's why I'm trash. And yep. that's why your grandmother's a racist, which is fine, because I think I'm a little I couldn't tell if she was being ironic and sarcastic to her or if she was like. Yeah, it is weird that my girl, my sister's boyfriend is black. They kept saying like black boyfriend, like you know. She's I feel like they kept trying to toe that line of her being sarcastic and trying to be yeah. like, 
pointing it out. Like your grandmother's a racist. Like right. I love, I love what's his name, Ro- Brody. Uh, Brody. Yeah, I love Brody, but that's mm-hmm. why your grandmother thinks I'm bad because she's racist. Right, but- because I live with my sister, and my sister is pregnant, and the father is her boyfriend who is black. And in like culinary school, and super, they're one of them. The sister's an artist. Like life was great. They fucking <laughs> own a restaurant in a very like with a wharf. On a vi- like, they should be the rich. Like, how is video store bitch's dad who owns a the chain richest of fucking man. video store? The richest the man richest, in town. The richest man in this town. When that restaurant is booming. Okay, I the soup the is majority- orgasmic, Amanda. The soup is orgasmic. That restaurant. The, the sailors from fucking the Hamptons are stopping by to spend money at your seafood restaurant. Very with expensive. Outdoor seating and a wharf for parking sailboats. A seafood restaurant in Connecticut. Be- they should be the richest people yes. in that town. That's the Bar kind of restaurant. Fucking none. I haven't even seen the restaurant yet because I am. I am going to take this show episode by episode. I want to yes. be. I want to cry. But I have to assume from what you're telling me, a seafood restaurant in what looks like to be like a sleepy Connecticut town. It's the, like, it's like fucking cod. Yeah, the 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 menu says market. There's no yes. prices next to the food. There are oh yeah, no. it says no, no, market. No, no, no. Like you, it, it depends on the season. It yeah, costs, <laughs> I will have the lobster. Please and thank you. It is it is absurd yes. and disgusting that they're painting this yeah. quote unquote unconventional family <laughs> as the trash in the town. When if this were reality, and like I spent formative years here in Minnesota. Like the area where I grew up, I mean, Minnesota is called the land of 10,000 lakes. Okay. So like every fucking town has its lake that has its restaurant that has a wharf. Yes. And guess what? That restaurant is the busiest fucking place in every town. It has been open for a thousand years because it makes so much money that it will never close its doors and not even COVID can kill it because it's just built on a mountain of cash. So Joey's sister and her boyfriend Bodie are fucking crushing it. Yeah, they they, in reality they're doing well but in this this scene we find out like oh that's why Grams doesn't want you hanging out with them because she's uh, kind of racist. So, So so we find that out and we go from there to the um, cafeteria. They're ha- they're playing this pretentious game. It's so like they th- Kevin Williamson is like I'm gonna make a Kevin Smith movie when Harry met Sally. We're gonna oh this you know they're playing this game where they're describing. I would have to assume like the jock, the you know the band. Yeah, the characters are being mean. Yeah, uh, these they're are being these... mean. <laughs> Making these terrible storylines for people and. You're in the same school. You're also 15. Like, they, and you have no fucking friends. And surprise, this is why. Yeah, you're a dick. He's a dick. This, you're all. He's a dick, and she's bags. from New York. So it, she's yeah. just she's just abrasive. That's just New York. Oh, That's why they mesh so up. well. New Dawson's too big for this town. He's meant mm-hmm. to live in New York, and that's why nobody gets him except the person from New York. Has arrived. Yes. Yep. That's what the, mm-hmm. that's what Kevin Williamson wanted for us. He wanted somebody from his idea of New York. Mm-hmm. To come and be like, you know what, man? You're the coolest fucking dude in Norfolk, Virginia. And <sighs> you need to get out of it. You need to go follow your dream. So I he's have to give it up a little bit, though, for Kevin Williamson for like being ballsy enough to claim this as his <laughs> like 
This is my life. It's just my life. Based on his life. <laughs> it's based on a true story. Like that's brave. <laughs> that is so fucking brave. So they play oh. this. Say so they they play this game. They have another little uh you know uh back and forth, and then he's like, "You should read my script, third act." And then another line of like, "I'm having climax oh issues." I know. And Joey is just like, "I can't. I gotta go. <laughs> I have to fucking go drink poison. I don't fucking know. This is the worst yeah. thing I've ever seen." And I was in that moment when I saw Joey's face. I was like, "Girl, yes. All, she's okay. all of us." Oh yeah, I real subtle, subtle line, so Kevin Williamson. Climax issues. Yeah, well, n- nice double on, oh. nice double entendre. So we go, oh. the, we go to the next scene. They set up that uh, Miss Jacobs is going to the movies tonight. And Pacey, maybe you, maybe you'll be there. Maybe you won't. And they, Pacey, you should stalk her. Yes, you should, you should stalk her. So but now we have stalking now, statutory rape. Before, because I, 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 I agree that Dawson is an incel, but mm-hmm. Pacey. Goes to a next, a next, another level. But up, but before that, she was absolutely giving him rhythm, right? Oh, uh, so he did I did not I could, misread that. Yeah. So up until this point, I'm going like, this dude's fuck the 15 year old me, of course. Yes. I'm like, this dude's fucking going for it. This but is he does go. Oh man. Oh, like, I can, oh. take a hard left into oh. incel territory. Cool boy. And I'm. That I will be. Speech. I will be. I will be playing all the clips in post. Thank and I will be God, playing that. Spe- it it is, needs to be heard. It needs to be heard. If you're if you're listening so to this bad. and didn't watch the show, that guys, scene alone will make you watch the show. But so anyway, I was screaming. <laughs> I, like, it was insane. I felt like I was on Twitter. I felt like I was in the you. thread of a tweet of like a Donald Trump tweet. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. So so you know they uh, so uh, Joey goes and explains to Dawson like, hey man, we're going to the movies tonight. I'm gonna make my move on Miss Jacobs. Get your fucking Pacey New does York- this. I'm sorry, yeah, Pacey. Yeah, the boy name throws me off. I'm gonna make my move on a woman. He has not given it away yet that it's Miss Jacobs that he's going after. Okay, he's so, being he's keeping being cool. it he's keeping it subtle for now. Yes, for he now he goes he goes all out. So he yeah. so so he tells Dawson, look, man, get get uh Jen, and we're gonna do we're gonna go to the movies, man. And they go to set it up. And uh, there's a line in that that I, w- I will bring up because my line of the creek comes at the end, but it, it comes back to the scene I'm describing. So they all leave school. School's over now. Dawson goes, gaslights Joey some more. Hey, come to the Hey, buddy, come to the movies. You'll be the third, the fourth date of the third. The way he describes it is like, why would I come do this? <laughs> You're yeah, going to be well, so long story short, ir- irrelevant like, in this night. Want- yeah. Like, we don't want Jen to feel uncomfortable being on a being out with two dudes. Come on this hang with us yeah. and joey's like fuck you yeah. i don't want to be your like weird yeah and uh, you know an, an ornament basically wingman yeah. yeah my you're seen but not heard but joey is a little bitch oh man oh oh boy so she is a full-blown bitch <laughs> oh on man this so we leave everybody goes back to their individual homes you know uh you know graham tries to manipulate uh jen again about you can go out but you got to go to church and she's yeah i'm really firm in my beliefs grand so, you know, I'm a really self-actualized woman and I know I'm 15, but I know what I I don't want to go to church, but I Graham, will respect I love your you beliefs. And also go fuck yourself, <laughs> yes. okay? Graham, I will, I will so try go. I will try my best I'm to respect you. I'm 15. <laughs> I will be don't out you know a little late. I, I, I will be out until 10 and I'll get myself there and I'll get myself back, okay? Have a nice I'll night. I'll fucking come home when I'm good and ready. I'm visiting from <laughs> yes. New York because my grandpa is dying. <laughs> Which okay, also grandpa, the, she was explaining it as though grandpa had angioplasty where she was like, "Yeah, he's got such and such with a thing in his heart and he needed a little plastic tube put in. That's not open heart surgery. My father had that surgery. Then she has a moment with him later. I don't know if it's in this episode or the next episode where she's like looking at his surgery scar. Yeah, that's this episode. 
And it's like, dude had a fucking his heart was taken out. Yeah. bypass. His heart was on a table. He's like dying. I'm like, my dad had angioplasty, which is what they made this sound like. And he yeah. was like on a treadmill four days later. Um, Your she, grandpa's fine. She, she made it. Or you did not get the science yes. right on these surgeries at all. She made Kevin. it. She made it sound like my grand my grandpa is going to have a little trouble getting up and down the steps. So I'm here for the summer to help them out. He's uh, yeah. in a he's in a medical coma. Basically, in a back room in the house. He never has he's, lies. He's dead to the world. You see him <laughs> once. What help can you provide? But again, she's from New York. I'm sorry. She's from New York. She's you I'm know, hanging out. Yeah, she knows. She probably has knows a little bit of medical just from picking it up on the streets of New York. You know, you learn yep, things like taking that. Taking the subway. So they yep. need a real gritty, you know, real city folk to come in and yeah, help with she this spends her recovery. Afternoons in Central Park reading Grey's Anatomy <laughs> and like throwing fucking crackers to birds. And that's just that's her life. Yeah. So chain so, smoking. <laughs> Fucking chain smoking. She's 12. 12 years old. <laughs> so, so we're getting prepared to d- for date night. We we see Jen's house. We go to Dawson's house. His himbo of a dad is like, I mean, I I do. Listen, I I think you don't like it, but there's something subversive about it that I love that he's the eye candy and he's like Peggy Bundy, right? He's just but like. He's obsessed with his wife, his, which is very sweet. It is. But, it, but it's also obsessed in the way of like, I don't have a job. Right. A, he like I, makes to scale models all day. Well, his I think his dream is to open up an aquatic restaurant, which right. is such a like again, if this was if we were watching Married with Children and this was some scene where Kelly Bundy's like, "I want to open up a shoe a store where everybody delivers your meal to the table in high heel shoes and we sell high heel shoes at the gift shop." You'd be like, "That's great. You're pretty, yep. whatever." And they Go treat his thing. dad like that. His dad is like his shirts unbuttoned, five buttons. He's yep. like, they "I'm pat making, him on the head. I'm making a. This is a scuba diver man, and he's going to be delivering the food to the tables at the aquatic I'm restaurant." Like, he's All like, "All right, dad." He's like, Don't "Great, dad." He's too like, much oh, of that oh, clue. "Your mom's on TV. It's great. Oh, it's great foreplay." He's like, "It's great foreplay." Because Dawson's mom is a news anchor yeah. with the biggest hair in the world, tallest hair. And also earlier in the episode, Dawson oh, God, is like. Yes. Very sus- like very suspicious, a sociopath of, of his mother and her relationship with her co-anchor because his name is Bob and he he points out that his mother keeps saying Bob. She's with leaning quote, on those bees, soft Amanda. Bees. She's leaning on those bees, and he rewinds and he's rewinding her over and over and while a guest oh, is over while a guest is over while Joey is sitting there next to him, and Joey is. I swear there need to be more scenes where it's Dawson doing something completely fucking insane and the camera's only on Joey's face because there are some good moments where she's like, sir, what are you doing? I mean, again, several scenes. So that's I forgot about that scene. So that's three scenes in the pilot episode where you go. This is a sociopath. Like, yes, but it makes and we're going to get to it because this also happens. But it was it was un. Founded. I know where you're going. We're, we're going to we're going to we're going to because we're going to talk about it. I'll but stop. There, I'll there's stop. there's I'll no because there's no there's no foreshadowing to it. It's just crazy. She's None. there to watch a movie and he's like, "Do you think my mom is cheating on my dad with yeah, this man?" Like the and... most like in love couple anyone's ever yeah, fucking they were, seen. He, he walked he in on them having sex. On, yes, he walked in on her like massaging his prostate like an hour ago. Insane. And now he's wondering if she's if cheating on him. She's cheating on him because he's. <laughs> bonkers now so so before before dawson heads out to the movies his dad tells him to play safe and dawson goes on this this tirade this diatribe about sex and having Everything its proper place sex. and steven spielberg oh my god i mean wipe your chin Schindler's man I mean, his balls are constantly steven spielberg's balls are constantly in dawson's mouth steven spielberg never has sex scenes in his movies because sex is in its proper place this is a 15 year old 
adolescent boy in the 1990s where everything was about sex, every show. And it, it's not like Kevin Williamson is like, I'm going to do something different. I don't want this show to be about sex. Everything's about sex. But Dawson's this 15-year-old who's like, sex schmecks, man. He's, he's rejecting Where are the Steven Spielberg movies at? Right. That's his only I concern. I E.T. again. <laughs> Where's the DVD commentary? I don't yep. have to. I, I want to have Netflix and chill, but I want to watch. I want to watch the movie. Yeah. You sit over there and don't let's let's me. break this down, man. Whoa. Keep your breasts yeah. and hey, genitalia can you put, away. Can you put your shirt back on? Your, your genitalia is out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying I to watch this. It. This yeah. is the really big scene. of the Pass of the ET. popcorn. Hold the surprise. <laughs> so, okay. So he goes on this whole tirade is, you know, and, and, you know, condemns sex. He heads out. Uh, the last final scene actually I thought was very sweet. It was Joey leaving her sisters like, hey, man, stop the attitude and put on some of this lipstick. That yeah. was so fucking it was sweet. cute. And that song was uh, that Jan was Jan Arden. Arden. And the song was called Good Mother. Because she doesn't oh, have a mother anymore, oh, and so her sister's her mother, sweet. and they have this really adorable moment. So that was a very touching moment. That even, was touching, even though they're the trash in town, and you know she's dating this black guy, and you know, yep. they, you know they still How they still dares. find a way they still find a way to make them uh, likable and not right? the trash that they are. They're like, you know what? Right. I know that they're trash, but like, look, she cares about her, even though she's dating a black guy, and so she gets. She's Do like, you think <laughs> this is like Kevin Williamson? Or whatever his name is, Williams, Williamson. I don't fucking know. I don't care. He's he's terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you think this is? Do you think he had a moment where he was like, "I'm gonna combat racism so fucking hard in this show"? Are you ready for this? But he is. Ill, if that's the case, it, he was so. It, he was he was terribly ill-equipped to be able to do it. Oh, like, absolutely, he, like, he was. He, he, either I he just wanted to have like, a storyline, or this was some. You know, he wanted to have some broad 3D chess type of commentary on society. But if he did, right. that was bad as well. He lost the game of chess if that was the case. It's all bad. I But I just, I imagine. Let's give him some credit room. and say he was making so, social. He was showing America a mirror in, a mirror in 1998. Let's give I him that. But the mirror is all you're broken. Giving, <laughs> you're giving him so much grace. I'm sitting here thinking this fucking idiot is somewhere patting himself on the back going, Solved you know it. what? Black boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Yeah. We yeah. did it. Racism We did solved. it, America. Yeah, racism solved. We did it. <laughs> Obama's president. We did it. Like, that's that fucking guy. Yeah, it, it's it, he, he's he's di- he's different, man. He's different. So um, I would say that that scene of Joey was the only other than. So this was the scene where I go, OK, so Joey's a teenager and Pacey's a teenager. And if you take all the other stuff that Dawson and, and Jennifer are doing, you do have a, te- a show that's for teenagers. Because mm-hmm. that scene of the lipstick and uh, 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 Pacey being a randy teenager looking to lose his virginity. You, did you yep. nail her? And all these things that he says throughout the show. Yep. You go, these yeah, this is, this, up. this is a teenage show. But that's only like 20% of the episode and 80% of it are these long-winded fucking dialogues with all these SAT words and long-winded ways to just say, like, I'm hungry. It just says all these, yes. you know, I, I need libations and, you know, and sustenance. Shut up, it's man. bonkers. And then toward the end, the show takes the hardest left turn oh, after the movie scene. It's so ridiculous. When we <laughs> so previously ridiculous. screamed so, about so this, ridiculous. I know you're going to play the clip, but, like, when so they... Okay, so first, ridiculous. Pacey... Leaves the group in the dark theater yes. to just appear next to Miss Jacobs. Yes. 
Well, let's sits so, down next to her. Let, let, let me stop you because we can go we can go right into this because I just want to establish right. that. So they're walking down the street. Uh, yep. uh, Joey's being, you know, oh, oh, the claws are fully out now. She's being bitchy. Oh, I lost my virginity to a guy named Bubba. What's your hair? No, she uh, dye? flat out turns to Jen and is like, so Jen, are you a virgin? Oh, my God. It was crazy. And Jen's like, uh... Yeah, what? I'm 15. And, and, for the first yeah, time, she's I'm like, 15. "I'm 15." <laughs> she's been smoking and cigarettes Dawson, and drinking coffee the whole movie. Dawson's a fucking idiot, so he's just like, "Why are you being such a bitch?" It's like she's jealous, <laughs> yeah. you idiot. Hey, man, be cool. Together, hey, Joey, be cool, man. <laughs> and then you know, Jen, cool, cool girl from New York. She's like, "Whatever, I'm not thrown off by this. I can handle yeah. this. I take the subway." Because she can she, tell he's she's jealous, like every thousand. like a, any person with eyes can tell. Like, yes, like a human person <laughs> could tell. So she asks Joey if she's a virgin, and Joey's like, "Who me? No, long years ago, year ago, when I was eleven, a trucker named Bubba." I was like, "This is so fucking gross. What is happening? Why? 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 Why are you doing this? <laughs> like, this is not how fifteen-year-old girls catfight. No, it's just not. It, the only part that was was the, the lipstick. Lip, the, yeah, that was it. The lip, the lipstick, and the hair, little jabs, maybe. But yeah. the that whole you're a virgin. Did you lose? I lost. I super lost my virginity. It was so weird. So now we're in the movie theater." They, you know, they get the, the they, they get they get the they get the seating arranged, and like you said, please take it away. Uh, Pacey gets up. He's like, "Excuse me, guys." Yeah, my he gets up. Here. He leaves his friends, who like really don't understand why he wanted them to go to this movie <laughs> in the first place. But now here we are. But everyone is so fucking self involved that nobody notices. Yeah, like, like whatever. He's just plopped himself down next to Miss Jacob in the movie theater <laughs> in public, and is in public. The movie theater is packed, and this is a small town. It's a small town, and we all know a stage whisper is not a whisper, sir or madam. <laughs> Everyone can hear you, and he is fully coming onto her yes. in this movie. Theater. She would have been and- in real life. She would have been fired from the insinuation that she was flirting with a boy at the movie theater in the small town. And she is lapping it up like a kitten drinking milk from a bowl. And I literally <laughs> wrote down. I was like, okay. No self-respecting adult is a gonna fuck a 15-year-old. No. Period. Full stop. Or B, a 15-year-old who buttons his oversized <laughs> polo all the way to the neck. It is buttoned all the way to the neck. Well, he's a man of he class. can't breathe. He's a, he's, a, he's, a man, he's a man of class. He should have put on a tie. That would have so been the- so good. <laughs> well, it's, it, yeah, for a tie. date. So her boyfriend named... Squibby or some some kind of crazy thing. Yeah, he shows some, up some date. Some he shows up date. with the biggest bucket of popcorn I've ever seen. Which and, props because I always get the biggest bucket and I always eat every <laughs> bit of it. And then I go back for a refill like twenty minutes into the credits. <laughs> and now Miss Jacobs has completely flipped the script. Listen, I was just renting a movie. Okay, so now everyone here is like, oh wait, what's happening in real life? Anyway, everybody should be like, wait, what is this dynamic? It feels <laughs> like she's she's. I thought it was the first time I ever saw this. I was like, okay, she's clearly telling him like, you, you were wrong. Misinterpreted yes. this. You're a horny teenager. I'm 75 years old. But you nobody misinterpreted this. Nobody misinterpreted this. Nope. But in that moment, she's like, oh my God, you thought? No. Yeah. I'm a you teacher. You thought because I flashed my labia <laughs> at you that I wanted to have sex with you because I showed you full frontal in the video store while talking about the graduate. You idiot. How dare you? How presumptive of you. So, <laughs> so then the guy's like, let me take you to your seat. Well, okay. Well, sorry. Before, Because I guess this happened before they, they cut down to Pacey. But uh, Dawson in a movie theater, I could relate to this so hard, except 
I guess, maybe it was a a, 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 a gen, maybe Gen Z, I guess I am. Mm-hmm. Gen Z is a little different. The hand-holding was nothing. Yes. You were trying to get to go to the back row and get a HJ. That was the level of thing. That was your generation? Yeah, that was a oh. handhold? No. I was still deep hand-hold? in handhold territory. Like At sneaking 15? trying to sneaking a handhold was like, let me get up the courage to It just was that was not something I would have hesitated to do. It wouldn't have that, in my show if I was, was all me, about the being scared to touch someone's hand. Put me in this and position. Scared to touch someone's <laughs> penis. Let's just be very real about where Amanda was at at fifteen, because it was not back row, given HJ's. I would have been like, "What is that? How dare you, sir? I did not order a hot dog. I have never. So, so no. If I, Alvin Williamson, if I'm writing this. That's the, the the hesitation is like, how do I get her to go? Hey, like, hey, do you want to go to the back no! of the movie? <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> so, so, so Dawson's trying to sneak his the whole and he goes for the handhold. <laughs> Joey that sees this and fucking handhold. the clammy in between weird like he's his front of his hands are holding the side of her hands. It's there's yep. no interlocking of fingers. It's, not it's just good. he's literally just grabbing her hand. There's no he's intimacy in it. He's just yeah. <laughs> like a just soda. A warm, yeah, like a. It's a it's he grabbed a her hand like cupping. a soda, <laughs> and immediately God. Joey's like, "Oh, so hey, uh, are you a size queen, Jen?" <laughs> That's right, because the fingers. Yeah, this is a throwback to the beginning of the episode. And he goes, "I'm an, uh, calling it out." He goes, "Lobby now. I'm gonna. You're gonna die. You're gonna die." This take, is it. Take, I've been I've been stalking you for twelve years. Yes. Now here we are. This is the moment. So I'm gonna kill you. So interchanging, I, I can't remember exactly how it went, but while so Pacey's got his conflict, Joey and Dawson have their conflict out in the lobby. I say now Dawson clearly was is a dick and off when I hate him in this whole episode, but Joey was out of line because oh, all of her things that she was thing. saying the whole night, but all of the things that she was saying in the movie theater lobby had nothing to do with. Her being jealous. It was like, your life's perfect and you just don't even like that. You're, and I would argue that his life, I don't know if his life's perfect. I mean, oh, his life's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, it, to I him, he's, he's anything to do with his life. Yeah, he has he has uh, delusions of grandeur. So he probably, you know, thinks his what life is Joey's perfect. What Joey's saying isn't wrong. No, but, it's, but it's the wrong time. She's saying everything she can to not say, I like you. I'm in love with you. Yes. And she starts to get there because she's like, your life is so perfect. You don't even see it even when it's standing right in front of you. And he's still and such totally a dumbass. Like, like, yeah, what? It was totally like what do you mean? just a girl standing in front of a yeah. boy asking him to love her <laughs> yes. moment, right? And, he, and it went right over his head. Right over his fucking it's head. like, are you done with your dumb mouth talking? Because Jennifer's in the theater and yeah, the movie's alone. on. You left her there to it's scream like, at another woman. Joey, finish saying your thing about whatever you're saying because the girl that I like is in the thing in the movie right. theater. You're wasting I'm time. Are you done? <laughs> He's like, are you finished? So she leaves. Uh, Pacey gets fucking knocked out, which is yep. assault of a teenage. I mean, this is this is the this is the yeah. pilot episode. Right, the, the, he's, okay, yeah, so here's another reason the show should have been canceled, episode one. <laughs> but yeah, so he, we're back to like to Pacey having this altercation now with the with the date. Two the adults. Adult, yeah. The adult, like, like 40, appropriate 40 plus. date for Miss Jacobs because Pacey wants to get in on this and the guy clocks him in oh the fucking God. face and he gets a black eye. And Dex I'm him. like, what is happening? <laughs> it would have been going to the hospital. Like he hit him. Hard. Oh, majorly. 
And so uh, it was awesome. The order I believe it goes is uh, Dawson walks Jen home. They have a cute little moment. Again, that was a teenager kind of scene. I mean, the dialogue wasn't because she she totally again, Kevin Williamson wrote it. So she goes, he goes, sorry, tonight was so lame. I'm so lame. You're not lame. You're smart and you're funny and you're handsome and you have great skin and you're a a kind hearted. You can't say anything nice to me or about (laughs) me, but I'm going to give you this fucking let me roll out this (laughs) scroll. I've known you for 18 seconds. The yeah, old, my ode to Dawson. sexy Steven Spielberg Schindler's <laughs> List poster. I love, I fantasize about making out with you in front of E.T. You're everything I ever wanted. The way, the way you, the like, way you, the way you took the, 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 the plot of the Dewey Decimal System and integrated mm-hmm. it into movie posters. And is, made is, it into sh- a chef's, movie poster chef's arrangement. Chef's kiss. You are chef's so kiss. brilliant. I've never met anyone this brilliant. But Grams is watching them. Oh yeah. So they can't, get to no, it but an adorable this was adorable i will admit this is so cute I, I loved her i'm gonna pretend that we kissed i loved that line. great line I loved that moment. i gotta give kevin williamson props where i give him props because in any He's other world writing all of the dialogue he's okay. leading the writing team i am not I, I, giving him I feel, that. I feel like some I, very I, smart woman i feel like that. i feel like i might be giving kevin kevin williams too much credit you, give, to you are giving it i'm like yeah so he's trying to hold a mirror up to america and show the america their flaws he's writing these beautiful lines okay somebody wrote a great line and because typically in a scene like that and a guy gets denied a kiss he goes oh i, I read this wrong I'm, I'm wrong and instead of going for the kiss again she goes mm-hmm. i'm i'm gonna pretend that we kiss which means like i wanted to kiss you i will right. probably kiss but you I again because but my, my grandmother's here grandma is fucking watching but i'm like leaving the door open yep. try again next time not like kiss denied have a good night because then you go no, maybe i shouldn't really, try really really good it was like mm, yes chef's kiss. yes that was a really good moment great intimacy mm-hmm. now the moment oh. of the scene the moment Cut of the episode you. That makes this the craziest fucking show, and I'm so glad I Here started this go. podcast, and I can't wait to watch more of the episodes, because I hope they're all like this. There's no way that there aren't more of these moments. There's, it's just, it's, it's, there's, it's impossible. Yes. This will happen again, I, I guarantee it. So Pacey's down by some kind of, cro- some kind of creek. Miss Jacob- The whole town is a creek, yes. so the whole you're always town is adjacent a creek. to a creek. Miss Jacobs has finished watching her movie. Also, fun fact, the movie that they were watching was... Uh, um, waiting for Guffman. It was a Christ- It's a Christopher Guest movie. Uh, I love that. That's the movie they went to go see. Yeah, when they, right we see uh, Corky. Corky's uh, like you know tonight the thing. Corky's on the screen for a second uh, when I they show. Yeah, it. they're watching Waiting for Guffman. For people that don't know, uh, Christopher Guest. He did uh, Waiting for Guffman. He did Best in Show. He's done a. Mm-hmm. He, he like win. he's like the yeah. grandfather of uh, the camera. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like the comedy. Office like, and every. Yeah. I mean, like they they he all they're all his children. So mm-hmm. they're watching that. That lets out. Miss Jacobs, I'm assuming, had a great time watching this hilarious film, which mm-hmm. isn't what they, I don't know if that's what they painted it to be in the, in the class, that that's what they were watching, some kind no. of comedy. So she's walking down. She comes across uh, 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 Pacey looking out at the creek with his black eye, you know, holding a meat to it is what, yeah, in my she, mind, he's got a steak on his eye. inexplicably not with her date anymore. No. He's gone. She is just on a dock. Yeah. Like at a wharf, funny, looking funny, out at funny the running, water. In, funny running into you here. Yeah, and Pacey is walking out of the theater, and he's a couple blocks away, and he's defeated, sees her and he's and he's like, he basically defeated. mumbles under his breath, like, "You've got to be fucking kidding!" Me. Look like, who he's I fucking just, if 
Well, I look who walk it is. I cast this bitch with a fucking black <laughs> you know eye. I am so not okay. You know what, sir? Hold my steak. I'm going to go mm-hmm. tell her about herself. And he goes yep. over to her and she's oh. like, oh my. She turns it on again. Oh my God, you're, how's your eye? Don't you ever touch me. So he, Cut to the clip. Cut, play the clip. <laughs> Roll that beautiful <laughs> bean footage. I understand you perfectly well, Miss Jacobs. I'm so sorry. You shouldn't be because you're a liar. How can you say you were just renting a movie? Because it's the truth. It's a crock. The truth is you're a well-put-together knockout of a woman who's feeling a little insecure about hitting 40. So when a young, virile boy such as myself flirts with you, you enjoy it. You entice it. You fantasize about what it would be like to be with that young boy on the verge of manhood. Because it helps you stay feeling attractive. Makes the aging process a little more bearable. Well, let me tell you something. You blew it, lady. Because I'm the best sex you'll never have. And I mean, the way he leans into her and you're a, you're the you're this smoke show and you denied me sex and you want to have sex with me or you like the idea of flirting. But the minute yes. you the, the opportunity comes up, you pull back because that's what women do. And he's so his face is so scowled up. And he it was actually frightening. Yes. To witness how yes. He all of a sudden. Yes. He was evil. Was so angry because yes. he was rejected by her and I was like it was the oh, most incel thing I've ever seen yeah ever in my life it was like, like women experience I could tell you for real women experience that kind of instant flip like switch flip yes when there is rejection of a man and it's I'm, like yeah. It's very fucked up and it was really creepy in this scene like really unsettling have you like when you were in high school because this, these dynamics, right? Like, first of all, I, and when I was in high school, I had a girl who was a friend, and we were just friends, right? Mm-hmm. I, and there was never a girl in my life that I could think of that I was like, I'm going to be her friend, but like, right. just until the time is right, and then she'll decide and realize that she loves me and we're going to hook up. Mm-hmm. Have you had an instance where you're like, whoa, whoa, man. Like, no, we're friends. You know, because that's avoid- that's got to be awkward. Well, this was different because she clearly was flirting, but... That's right. the anger that he had was like, how dare you mislead yes. me? I helped you move. Like, it was that kind of energy. Like, I helped yeah. you move. I've, I've Venmoed you money when you needed right. me and you <laughs> won't fuck me. Like, it was so yeah. it was so it was so much vitriol. And it's like you've known her for two <laughs> days and she's your fucking teacher. And you're coming at her with this energy. And like, I am not I am not a Miss Jacobs apologist because she yes. is the adult here and she is a monster sure She's disgusting but in this moment when we don't know that quite yet scary terrifying and like sc- yeah i've you know i've re- we've all rejected people in our lives a lot of relationships or first dates or whatever don't work out yes. i haven't experienced anything quite this intense yeah which thank god but it's like absolutely that was a fucked up scene. I I've, was not. I was not okay with it, and I was like, "Pacey, we were rooting for you." Oh my god! Like, because we I have, like you. I have. I have a game to play once we wrap up, which we are coming towards the wrap up. Yeah, but I have a game it. to play, and it it made it really hard to play the game, which I will reveal to you because. I liked Pacey the whole episode. I go, he's just a goofball. You know, he's his hormones. He's boned up all the time. He's like a, just a doofball. And mm-hmm. Dawson's awful. So clearly, Pacey's the better guy. And then yep. this scene, you're like, okay, so either Dawson Dawson's a serial killer, and Pacey 
will kill somebody, a woman. Pace is an insult. In anger. Yeah. Pace is about to kill a woman. Yeah, yep. because she spurned, his advances were spurned. Mm-hmm. So, but plot twist. This got her all soaked up in the pants. I his assertiveness. T- can you... Only a man. Now I'll tell you what, Kevin Williamson write wrote it this way. He Only wrote this a man scene. Write, oh, he absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know, he's like, you know what's gonna be really great. Pace is gonna tell her about herself and oh, all of her women tears, trickery, and he tears her apart. Her getting, her getting red for filth is gonna make her think about herself and find him so irresistible oh, yeah. that that's she, what's she gonna do shows it. Shows him. She's like, how? Because she starts to go into the like, how dare you speak to me that way? Moment, like that energy is, yeah. is coming right, mm-hmm. and then it. It abruptly stops and she just starts making out with this 15 year old in public the dog. in public outside of the movie theaters theoretically eight, eight feet from the movie th- like what are you doing her what date like happening? her date got in his buick you know and and rode his, past his and red and, buick and, Lissaber, and, that and he, he definitely saw, drove there and he saw that he saw that he rode by in his chrysler sebring and he's like Wait, is that the guy that got, I punched in the in the movie theater? And also, let's just remind everyone: this is the pilot episode. episode one. This is episode one. We have been talking one. for over an hour and a half. There's so much stuff that happened in this show. It's completely it's, it's, off the fucking rails. It's ridiculous. Off the rails. And we haven't even. You think that was the climax? You're nope. wrong. We go from there. Dawson. Dawson has now let. He's taken Jennifer home. He goes to his house. And Joey is in his closet. <laughs> I guess he, I guess he was going to hang up his coat or something. I assume she used the ladder that's perpetually uh, uh, laned up against his house. Fucking useless, unnecessary ladder. So, so she she tells him off in the movie theater lobby, and she feels so bad and embarrassed. That she's waiting that she's for him in the closet. in the closet, not just waiting for him on the couch like a normal person in the living room, on his bed nope. even, maybe on his nope. you know desk chair. She's no. hiding in his... What if he would have come home and just went to bed? She closed the doors <laughs> on herself. Okay. Can you people? imagine? Can you imagine if he would have just come home and went to bed? Like, oh man, what a night. I just he's like comes in and does a spin. Like, she likes me. She says and she, she was wishes- <laughs> pretty early in the movie that they were watching. So she was probably sitting She's in, in that there for a while. She committed. For like at least an hour. She and committed. Half. She fully committed. Minimum 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. She, she fully committed to the bit. She fully committed to the bit. But you know what it was? You know what it was? It was fucking Kevin being like, the the, the episode opens with them watching E.T., which has that iconic E.T. hiding in the stuffed animals in the closet moment. Yes. And so he's trying to write this. Oh, like, God. He's so Dawson. He is Dawson. He e. loves. Yeah. He loves Steven Spielberg just like Dawson does. Oh, my God. Exactly. Jesus so Christ, he I, and I don't know this to be fact, but I can tell you right now, this is a fucking fact. That's why he wrote that. That was the <laughs> E.T. moment. Bookend. It's canon. Book it in. It's, it's, in. it's, it's canon. In. It's in. And it's yeah. also just true. I just I yes. know it just it's is true. just because it is. I bet my life on it for sure. So she comes out. They have this, you know, they have the, they have it out. What's going on? What is the thing? And she says everything, but I like you. It's just exactly. more of the stuff. Once again. It's more of the stuff from the opener, but now angry. Like, we can't mm-hmm. do this. We can't talk about certain stuff. This, that, and the third. And then my line of the creek. I can't. I know what you're going to say. I have background information on this, too. I, I, I alluded to it earlier because it comes up in a scene. And in this scene, it, 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 everything unlocked for me. So she goes, she's about to walk out, and she goes, And we can't talk to each other the way we used to. I mean, there's some things we just can't say. No, that's just not true. Joey, I can tell you anything. Yeah? How often do you walk your dog, huh? What? 
You know what I mean. What time of day? How many times a week? Now, the studio told Kevin Williamson that these kids cannot say masturbate. So, of all the that analogies, the term? of all of the analogies, just also again, line of the creek, how many times a week do you walk your dog? Four times, three times, she goes into a whole thing. So then once she starts saying times, I go, okay, there's no dog. Oh, okay, wow, that's what that means? She is asking him, how many times a week do you masturbate? How many masturbate? times he jacks off? Yeah. yeah, and walk the dog was the analogy he uses. Now, earlier in the show, while Pacey, I mean, while, yeah, while Pacey and Dawson are walking down the hallway, he's like, we're going to go to the movies. I uh, have this hot date. I'm going to try to get with this girl. He goes, he's drink. They stop at the water fountain. He goes, what? I actually have the possibility of losing my virginity in a high-level fantasy fashion. Pacey, go home. Walk your dog. It's not going to happen with the English teacher. <gasps> so I go... They planted it early, early in the but episode, and I missed that because it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, at that it's moment, you just dumbest. go, yeah, well, that's a weird, what a weird, it would be like, go home, make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and go to sleep. It was just right, such a, like, right. why would you t- why'd you add that little, you know, dump of information that has no bearing on anything? Like, because okay, so Pacey has a dog. Off. No, he told Pacey, let's not go to the movies. Whatever you're hot for, go home, jerk off, off, and let it go. Yeah. Now comes back at the end. Line of the Holy Creek, shit. how many times a week do you walk your dog? Five times, three times, four times. And there's a pause, and Dawson just goes, good night. And now, yeah, incidentally. Like you were right. Because Pace, or not Pacey, Joey yeah. is doing this because she's proving that there in male-female yes. binary relationships, you just can't talk it, it, about yeah. everything. So yes. she's like, I'm going to prove it. How many times do you jack off, motherfucker? Tell me and right now. And this fucking prude, holier-than-thou Dawson, who we it's already been well-established through the whole episode of like this dude. One thing he's this dude doesn't like talking about is yeah. sex. He's like Mike he's Pence. He's not having it. He's like, don't, yes. don't bring sex up. How dare you even mention sex in this house? No it one should be having here. sex in this house. Mm-hmm. I was brought here by a stork. Yep. And there you, are no hoes in this house <laughs> at all. So, Get out. So, so it, I won't it, even keep a garden hose in this house. So this sir. this guy who's been having this air of emotional maturity this whole episode. I mean, not emotional maturity because he's clearly a sociopath. But in this yep. one moment where this girl's trying to have this genuine, open and honest conversation, he just shuts it down. Shuts it good down. Good night. And now, incidentally, I think in other episodes it'll be a little more spaced out. But the line of the creek is followed by the song of the creek. The pretenders. I will stand by you I'll as playing. I'll stand by you. <laughs> as Dawson is screaming out the window. I don't know, like five, like after in the morning, when, Kate, after, when, the Katie, morning, Couric, when Katie Couric's on. To Katie Couric. And this is. I'll stand by you gently this is meant swelling. To, this is meant to play as an, this is an emotional beat. This is meant to play of like, oh my God, they're going to, they're going to get to be friends still. This is sweet. Instead of like. This is the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever seen. It's she, she's crying. Absurd. She's crying. She's unhooking her boat from the dock, and she's you know, so touched she's that about he to cry. scream his masturbation. She laughs from she, a window. She giggles, wipes the tears from her face, and then rows her boat down the stream. I'll stand <laughs> by you. <laughs> An episode. Oh, nobody hurts you. <laughs> I was of- fucking losing my mind. <laughs> Written and directed by Kevin Williamson. <laughs> like, she, I, she, she, and I love it because she, she slowly, it stays in the middle of the screen and then she float, she slowly floats out of screen. Yup. And on you the boat. think, you think you're about to get credits. No. But <laughs> this is like the third Lord of the Rings movie where they tease you with 80 different <laughs> e- e- endings. <laughs> So it doesn't end there, so which she, is, yeah. I think that was stupid. I really think they should have ended it there because yeah. that was 
so ridiculous and yes, so perfect. Yes, it was perfect. great. Should have been. They great. needed. They needed to. If you take yourself back to 1998, you have to go. Okay, we need we need them to the want to come back next Tuesday. The hook, yep. because you have to watch it in real time. We need people to want to come back next Tuesday. So she fades, she floats out of camera, and then they they switch shots to a different camera, and now she's floating in the middle of the lake and sees Dawson's mom gets dropped off, Mrs. Leary, and uh-huh. she she steals by her a ki- co-anchor by her Bob co-anchor Bob. <laughs> And she steals a kiss from Bob, Joey seeing it. And she looks up at the at the window and Dawson has already gone back in the house. And so now Dawson she has this secret. Dawson didn't see it. And Joey, his best friend, now has the secret that his theory was correct. And that's the credits. And he's validated after this. By nothing. By nothing. Disgusting scene where he's a sociopath, like you yes. said. He had no reason to think that that was the case. But again, Kevin Williamson wrote this. So he's like, of course I'm right. It reminds Kevin me. Kevin Williamson hates women. Kevin Williamson is like, uh, my guy, my character needs to be, he needs to break the fourth wall constantly. He needs to, he's watching the show with you guys. Like, I, I know every chess piece yep. on the board. There's been, there's been nothing given to us in exposition that would tell us why he has it. If the, if the, even if they just, if, if, if Pacey and Dawson would have come home and they were fighting, Mm-hmm. The mother and the father were fighting. You go, oh, a little trouble at home. Maybe. Right. They're now we have some con- contextual yeah. background. They're having sex affair. in the living room. This doesn't it make makes, any sense. It makes no sense. And it just. And Bob I'm also you, is he he's a he's a dud. He's the dad's a himbo, but he's look, he's beefcake. Dude, the dad's beefcake. Dad is, is beef is is meat man. Yeah, she literally calls him meat man. <laughs> and this guy, Bob, is like the guy who works at like the sunglass kiosk at the mall. Like manager. he's just, he's the manager. <laughs> he, he owns has, the um, kiosk. <laughs> he owns the kiosk. So he's doing okay. But like, he's not, they're not on the same level. No. And this is why I just, I so strongly believe that Kevin Williamsburg fucking <laughs> hates. I'm, I refuse to get his name right because he doesn't deserve it. Um, I agree. He hates, he fucking hates women because he's writing, he's writing these adult women. Yes. Especially because now he's an adult. So he's going to really shit on adult women because he's currently still an incel and currently still getting shot down at every turn. (laughs) So he has to write these stupid, stupid women who are trying to fuck a 15 year old out out front of a movie theater in plain view. (laughs) Don't clearly don't give a shit about who knows. And then this shit mother who has this like wonderful son and this beautiful husband who's in love with her and for no she's She's never satisfied like a woman never fucking satisfied just you know what just like every woman she's never she's the nice guy he's He's handsome he takes care of his he uses a bowflex machine he worships the ground she walks on and he's 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 trying to come up with an idea to start an aquatic themed restaurant and yep. she cheats on him. And she's making out with her lover in the driveway <laughs> of the family home. This is incels R us. Dawson's Creek. It's, is- it really is. It's like, how <laughs> stupid do you think we are? If we're going to fuck around behind your back, we're going to do it behind your back yeah. and not in front of your door. And I would, one thing I, I always give, I grew up, I grew up all women. Mm-hmm. And women, if they, it's, it's a lot of times, one, it's a lot of times it's an emotional cheating. And they will fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like if you if 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 a woman's gonna cheat, it's like this person's providing me something that you're not. Mm-hmm. And all yeah, we've seen is that they work fine. together. Exactly. And the dad is at home worshiping the ground that she walks on. So I don't yes. she doesn't because seem like she's unfulfilled team, at home. Exactly. The writing team has not given us any reason to believe that she needs to meet have her needs met outside of this relationship. This is still 
the pilot episode, <laughs> which is why I'm so fucking annoyed that they gave this reveal at the end of the first episode, because I think if they had just taken their time with it, yes, they where they're giving us this kind of like red herring yes. of, oh, Dawson thinks that she's having an affair, but let's oh my see God, more, let's no see more way. evidence. Let's see more evidence of there's it. There's no way. They're so in love. He's walking in on them, fingering each other in yeah. the fucking living room. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. And then we let that story blossom yes. a little over time and we can see, okay. Dawson this, sees them know. out at a diner together. Oh, Dawson, no, we're just having a crumpets, you know? Or even just Dawson. Dawson, who's everything is about sex, starts to see his parents where it's like they're very sexually active, but they're unfulfilled in other ways. There you go. The dad doesn't have a job. Dad doesn't have a job. Maybe they're not connecting intellectually. Yeah. Like there's something that's missing. And that's why she is now connecting with her coworker. No, they were like, you know what? But Let's instead, have 50 story. Woman. <laughs> yeah. Make out with yeah. this news anchor. We don't fucking care about you. You don't matter. One thing you can say <laughs> about the pilot of Dawson's Creek is that it was not boring. No, it's incredible. It was it was it was too much. It was like so it's many storylines. <laughs> so many boobs in the shot. <laughs> it's just it's brilliant. I mean, it's it's so bad. I love it. It this it's you have to get on board with all of this. Yes. And again, to anybody who's listening, if you're just watch if you're just listening because Amanda Jacobson is here and you're like, "Oh my god, I need to watch this." No. Watch the show. It's it's I'm gonna so be- worth it okay i'm gonna be silently screaming in the background of every episode so whether you can hear me or not i am telling you i am here with you because i'm on your schedule watching these episodes i'm already i'm already four episodes in so yeah i gotta catch up you don't have a guest next week don't i have notes like don't worry you're covered you can call me anytime i'm so excited okay so amanda i think i co-host this podcast yes. now. And yeah i, th- I think we just, just i think we might just figured this out we so, might have a new project this is it. i'm so sorry so we've come <laughs> we've come to the we've come to the end of the podcast i'm now, so sad I, um <laughs> the now, episode the, yeah we've come to the end of this episode because you're coming back um, we've come, yeah, we, yeah we, I, whether you like yeah. it or not, <laughs> we've come to the end of this episode, and um, there's two things I would like to do. One, I told you in pre-production, just you know, to, but the the first thing I want to do, which I, again I've alluded to, because this is these are two characters that are crazy. I mm-hmm. want to play a game with you called Joey's Choice. Fuck. Okay. Okay. All right. So you're Joey. Okay. You're in that paddle boat with the two oars. You come and across- I have to use the information from episode one. You have only. to use the information from episode based on the characters that were revealed in this episode. You come across, you come across Dawson Leary and Pacey, whatever his last name is, and both of them are drowning. Dude, Alvin, I fucking hate you so much right now. <laughs> you can I only have to pick one to you can- live. <laughs> you which one? The incel or the incel? Okay, Holy so you have you have to save one, and it's only based off of the 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 character traits that you've learned and gleaned from this episode of Dawson's Creek. And let me clarify: I can't just row away and leave them both to die. I have to I have to pick one. Listen, uh, you are a very okay. special guest, and if that's what you choose, to, no, <laughs> that's what you choose. To I'll do. play by the fucking rules. I'll play by the rules. <sighs> okay, this is like the worst game of Mary fuck kill of all time but I have to I feel like I'm I have to rip up my feminism card by even saying this but I think I have to pick Pacey sure because well he wasn't talking to you you don't know he talks to women like that and he won't talk to you like that in the boat he'll just be very charming and thankful but also even if he did go off on me like that 
that was one shitty Pacey moment sure. in a giant Dawson's epi- just a like, shitty person fuck of an episode yeah. and Dawson is consistently yes. horseshit Pacey had a, every a terribly day. unforgivable ugly side Dawson is the most and it came most, out yes it came all the way out it, 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 she stepped out and she was like I'm here and mm-hmm. I'm awful but, but Dawson lives that truth yes, every, every moment. He's about of that every life. Day. Dawson is about that life. He's like, how can I? What's the most assholey thing I can say right now? Yep. Well, actually, that's a remake of of Birds. Yeah, Bird, so you're like, I'm going to pick someone who's at least going to try to push it down. Like sometimes. <laughs> okay. That's my that's my fucking choice. Thank you. Okay, you want Joe Biden or fucking <laughs> Donald Trump? Obviously, I'm going to pick Joe the lesser, Biden. The lesser of the evils. Yes. But so, I really wish so, I had better choices. <laughs> So you so, okay? So There's you you, you have saved I'm Pacey. Really mad at you now. <laughs> you have saved Pacey, <laughs> and and now now I would like to preface what I'm about to do now with saying uh, we have had some audio uh, difficulties, which is that you can't hear what I'm playing on my soundboard. Yep, but what I yep, will yep, let yep. you know is I will be playing covers of Paula Cole's "I Don't Want to Wait" Hell in the background. Yes. As because what I would like to have my guests do is, you know, to send us off. I appreciate, you know, you coming specifically for the inaugural. You are the you are the inaugural guest of Down by the Creek. And for every guest that I have, I would like to have them say some, you know, a quote or some words or something that they felt like they (laughs) that this show tried to teach them. I don't know if anybody learned anything, but what do you think this what do you think Kevin Williamson was trying to teach you in episode one? And um, so I like to have people kind of put that message in a bottle throw that bottle into the creek to send us off, you know, in, 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 in a proper way and say our goodbyes. Um, so, uh, like I said, you know, you um, anybody listening can, if you are a musician or have any kind of musical talent, please send, yes. send your send your clips of you covering I Don't Want to Wait to creek, <gasps> creektalk98 at gmail.com and I will play your cover as my guests speak their 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 lesson that they learned <laughs> at the end, oh, at, at, so the end at the end of the episode. So, Amanda, um, I don't know if you did learn anything, but if you did, please, the floor is yours. And there will right, be, well, be sweet music playing while you're talking. The, 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 the note in a bottle, the message in a bottle that I want to throw in the creek, what, what this episode tried to teach me today is that we all contain multitudes and our ever-changing <laughs> bodies are everybody's business. Yes. That was, that, those are my two takeaways. <laughs> and Kevin Williamson, Berg machine hates women. Yes. Those are with so, a passion. Check, check, and check. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was it. That was that was incredibly beautiful, Amanda. I've had such a great time. Um, uh, for everybody, I mean, obviously, listen. You know, if, you know, if you if you haven't listened to Wine and Crime, what are you doing? It's such a great show. I love I love the podcast. I think that you guys came up with such a great idea to kind of do true crime differently. You know, like the, the way that you guys integrate wine and. You know, you guys are a little buzz sometimes, and you guys have a great time, and then each of you have a part of the story. You know, it's such a great format. It's so different. It's so different to what just, you know, you go, I go. You know, it, it really flipped it on its head, and I love it. I'm a huge fan. And so, well, if you I, couldn't tell from me being here today, we can't not interrupt each other and interject <laughs> our thoughts and feelings. So we had to approach it differently, or we would have chaos. to mute. Yeah, it would be. It would have been the first presidential debate, just all for fucking three years for okay, two hours. Kenyon, you go now. Everybody yep. will stop now because you have mute a part. button. Mute button. <laughs> but yeah, we we really we love it. It's a great way for us as childhood friends to stay connected with each other and. I, we love your show so much so like 
we're in really good company together as doing the true crime comedy thing can be weird. Yes. It's a weird it is like, a, line yeah, to toe. For sure. But I really respect how you guys do it. And like you and Fran are crushing it and your show is phenomenal. Well, thank you so much. Right back at you. I appreciate you coming on here. Please let people know where they can find you. Uh, you know, I know you do so many charitable works and, you know, and you're doing a lot of activism in your community. So if you want to plug in your socials or anything like that, please, you know, let them rip. Sure. Yeah. I mean, for the podcast itself, you can find Wine and Crime anywhere you stream your podcasting magic. Um, and we're on social at Wine and Crime Pod. We've got Twitter. We've got Instagram. We got Facebook. I don't know why we have that, but we have it. Um, and then kind of what Alvin's alluding to, uh, if you want to follow me on social media, especially Instagram, I do a lot of like mutual aid and crowdsourcing for different causes. And you can follow me at Amanda 007 to get involved and find ways that you can help out in your community. Yes. And, and get some weird rabbit and animal photos in the in the mix. Abs- it's a whole menagerie. <laughs> yes. It's a smorgasbord. You get some activism. You get animals. What could go wrong? You get animorphs, the books. <laughs> you get animorphs, the classic books. of a, it's, a, it's a very messy feed. A, a and jackal it, turning into a man. <laughs> it's something else. So come on down. Yes. Come to the freak show. You're going to love it. Well, I'm... <laughs> Amanda, I thank you immensely again for joining me for the intro episode of Down by the Creek. You will, you're welcome back anytime. It was so uh, fun. I cannot <laughs> wait to be back. I'm like already ready. I'm so excited. All right. Well, then, you know, um, until next time, you guys, see you next creek. See the peace in every eye I don't want to wait